Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your audio devices. The prodigal sons are back. And when I say sons, it is plural. It's not just me, your boy, Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. Normally, if you hear me, it's for a good old outsider's edge, which we haven't done in like 15 years. We're coming back. Uh, but I've been on other shows. But today, I got something special for you. I've been gone on assignment, and I got sent out here to the ATL, the land of the trill, and I had to find a, a, a missing young man who we here at the ChairShot.com, ChairShot, ChairShot Radio Network, haven't heard from in damn near a year. I put up the plat signal myself, and he didn't answer, so I had to go find his ass. But ladies and gentlemen, everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to bring to you the one, the only, the precocious, the interesting, the... Amazing, maybe? I would say so. Well, yeah, yeah, but you're not saying the shit I am. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Platt. What's up, boy? What's up, bro? How you doing? Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. I am doing fantastically well and only getting better. Yeah, man, it's been a while. Has it really been a year? It's been a minute, dog. It's been I, a minute. I, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to, and I apologize for that. But situations and circumstances do arise in real life. But not only did my brother Ray throw up the plat signal, he yep. is literally, we are literally broadcasting live yep. from the infamous Cranber compound. The infamous, I say that because such luminaries have been here as Jameis Winston. He's, he's here now. I just saw him in the back. Ben Simmons. He got kicked out. We, <laughs> we can't be in the same place. Ben Simmons owe me money. Yeah, you can't save everybody. What, what, what you want me to do? You can't save everybody, ladies What's and gentlemen. What's your boy J. Cole say? Don't save us. You don't want to be saved. <laughs> so, look, Chris, we've missed you. Um... I just want you to know that uh, you know the part in uh, Anchorman where Ron Burgundy goes and he's like all uh, <laughs> kempt and like on the streets and someone finds him. I found Platt somewhere on Peachtree. He had some roster dreads and 
He had a doobie in his mouth. No, I'm joking. The, no, the funny part is I literally am unkempt. I have a hair cut appointment this Saturday at 11 a.m., but I really am unkempt. I'm out here looking like a Hebrew slave right now, so hashtag let my people go. Black, we black folk. They don't know if we're unkempt or not. They think this is what the shit supposed to look like. They don't know, though. Like, you know, when you go too long around people and you black and you don't get a haircut, they think you're doing bad. Like, they start to plan interventions and shit like that. So, for the most, y'all don't see me enough. I don't put pictures up, but anybody who podcasts with me knows most of the time I don't have my haircut. That's on purpose. I'm too busy. I don't have the time. I don't have a spare $50 I want to throw to get my haircut or something like that, right? But... Unfortunately, I go so long without having haircuts, I'll pop up and get a haircut, and people will be like, oh, that's different. Like, no, bitch, this is how it's supposed to look. You just caught me in a bad year. Not a bad week, not a bad month, a bad year. And meanwhile, in my world, people think that I'm a homosexual because I get my nails done, my nails and feet done. Like, Metro. shout out, like, Metro. Yeah, no disrespect. Yeah, shout out to the homosexual audience listening. Like, no disrespect, but yeah, that. Clearly ain't what this is. Well, look, man, we in 2023, bro. It's okay for a dude to get his nails done. Not me, but it's okay for any other dude. Hey, I don't, I don't. Let me let me, let me ask you this: Have yes, you sir. ever have you ever had a pedicure? No. It will change your life. I've heard that, and that's one of those things that I. No, 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 no. I just don't like feet, bro. Get a pedicure. You'll never not get a pedicure. I'm telling you, I, get a pedicure. I've been told this by so many people, and funny enough, most of them are dudes, homeboys of mine. Yeah. And I believe you. I just really, really don't like feet, bro. Yeah, well, this is the great part about a pedicure. You're not doing your own feet. Yeah, but I don't want them looking at touching on my feet either. Well, you you got if, to start somewhere. Homie, if I could sleep in shoes, I would, dog. Square business. You probably do. I'm not going to lie. Socks. Like, you, you you, pretty much sleep at, like, an hour and a half at a time anyway. <laughs> so you probably pass out with your shoes on. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, I get a lot of sleep in the car when I pull over and just take a nap and not off. So on, on the point. Michael Jordan dad side of the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please don't compare anything of me <laughs> to Michael Jordan's dad. That's not a good comparison. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, so first and foremost, it's good to have you back, number one. Um, cheers, we're drinking. He's drinking a, what do they call that? Uh, a spiked sparkling water beverage. Y'all, y'all know the vibes, man. You know Ray always, uh, alcohol shames me. Like, we all have our vices, you know what I mean? <laughs> Mine just happens to be the spirits. And what am I drinking, sir? What, I'm drinking the finest glass of what right now? He is drinking water. See? He is. Hey, I'm living healthy, baby. What's up? With, with, with some ice. He found some ice in my freezer. All those water companies, you sponsoring people, holla at your boy. There you go. Because yes. this will probably be the last cup of water I drink in like a week. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. This is why I'm able to indulge, man, and, and be a lush because... That's all you drink is water? And alcohol. Look, yeah. alcohol ain't bad for you. It's it's excess of alcohol. That's bad for you because, in some, you know, a glass of wine a day is actually good for you. Yes. Now, wine and liquor ain't the same thing. Well, I, but, I, I'm I'm not the one to uh, decide where that line is because I'm probably <laughs> going to be pretty liberal with that line. But drink your water, though, people. That's very important. Drink your water, 100%. man. Like, I never get sick, and I have no other recourse than to blame it on the fact that I drink a lot of water. And I'm always sick, and I barely drink water. So I think there's a correlation there's, there. You think so? Uh, Look, man. Those of us who know me and you, for the record, little history for those of you who don't remember, 
the old school chair shot radio show back on the old blog talk servers shout out to blog talk and also good riddance to blog talk but if, if blog talk is listening we apologize we don't um Platt and I used to run the Sunday night show. The actual Chair Shot Radio, the flagship of this gym known as thechairshot.com. Great show, but I add. I think we were pretty damn good. We were great. We have natural chemistry. The only problem is Ray gets like legitimately hot at me. He gets pissed off at me. Yeah. I, I bring it out of people. Like I, I get that. I, I will fess up to that. But it was a great show. We have great chemistry. And I love chopping it up with my brother. You charged me up. Tony has taken that role now. <laughs> of trying to charge me up. Yo, uh, yo, shout out to Tutty, man. It's a great thing that we don't live in the same vicinity because we probably would have had it out like three or four times. We probably would have caught a fair one. Yeah, but afterwards, y'all would have y'all yeah. lit one, like drank brothers, one. Yeah, 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 yeah like brothers, yes. Um, I don't get that mad. Like, I'll walk away before I, I do No, you do get that mad. You do. I do not recall. Yeah, yeah, of course you don't because y'all y'all know how this goes, man. Ray's the nice guy, and I say that with the the, the white <laughs> what, people quotation marks. Quote, up. Bro? Like, yeah, yeah, he's the nice guy. I am a nice dude, and I am I'm an asshole. Nice You're not an asshole. You have asshole tendencies. No, I'm an asshole. I, I accept it. Well, look, I see. I know you. I know the real you. I'm an asshole. I'm not a dick. That's okay. what I said. We can, yes. we can agree yeah. with that. Because yeah, if, if you know me, you love me because you know at my core I'm a good dude. But I'm also an asshole. Like, it is what it is. Tell you, he's of the Simon Cowell variety. He's going to tell you how it is. Eh, is that a bad okay. comparison? Nah, well, I, I don't I think Simon's have... a bad dude, but Simon really got some asshole in him. Yeah, but I still have my same face. Like, have you seen his face lately? <laughs> I'm just much, saying. Much, is it frozen? I, I got my same face. Yes. Yeah. My, I, look, look. I can. I know it's podcasting, and y'all can't see this. But look, <laughs> he can move his facial features. But isn't Simon like sixty-five or something like that? Okay, that's great. But I'm still not gonna. My face still isn't gonna look like that at sixty-five. Well, but, but black don't crack, so you'll probably look still better than. That's fair, does. but beige age. So we are gonna see. This is gonna be interesting. Offer, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you are. You you are of the lesser melanated. <laughs> group of people whereas i have enough melanin to spare which the the irony is i'm out of the two of us i i think i'm safe to say i'm the radical of the group oh straight up yeah, yeah. if you've ever seen the movie undercover brother he's straight up conspiracy oh Dave jesus Chappelle. christ one thousand percent i'm saying though man you well, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on that, man. Uh -oh. But y'all see what's happening right now. Like, I'm, I'm, I look less and less crazy. This is the thing with me, man. Oh, here and, we go. And, and this is what pisses me off about y'all. And when I say y'all, I mean you, Ray, and I mean everybody else associated with the chair shot. Sure, sure. I love y'all. I say some shit, and it sounds radical, and and everybody will fight me, and it's like I I got to do like jujitsu moves because i will literally be on a podcast and i'll have four or five melon farmers all pushing back on what i'm saying and i gotta be out here like bruce leroy in the last dragon cap bop, cap in the elevator bop. yes cap in the elevator yeah. yes in yeah. secret soldier did i say that right it's, secret no, it's soldier, winter right? soldier but whatever you guys will call it's captain america and the white soldier so i'm mean, <laughs> we're all we're going here we're already going that. but then this is the funny part though america eventually I'm proven correct. I mean, he ain't wrong. Yeah, eventually. And I don't I'm like right. admitting that that is. You never like admitting when I'm right, and it only, pisses me only off. When, you only never when, like admitting when I'm only right. Only when I know you're gonna like, even when I'm right. 
Because I'm always going to floss on it. That's why you never like admitting it. Even with this writer strike right now. And hey, I, t- I give you, yeah, 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 you called it. You called it. Yeah. So there's been a joke. We even talk about it on Bandwagon Nerds. Shout out to Bandwagon Nerds. About how Platt, like two years ago, was on the issue. Longer than that. Was it was longer than it that? It was longer it's than that. It's been a minute. I know that much. Maybe, oh, we'll say two. We'll say two. It could be longer. It may but be no, because it was, it was uh, around the time that, that we moved into the Cranber compound. So Or we bought the Cranber compound. So we'll say two years. He, but he... I got to give him his credit, and I'm doing this, giving you flowers in person. Platt was on it earlier than anybody talking about how there is a disconnect and a looming issue between content creators and the companies who run the content. And I thought, most of my issue with you is that you're not wrong. I just think you're premature. Yeah, but I always end up being right. You end up being right, but also, too, I could say a lot of things and two or three years later can be right. I'm not saying... I'm not referring that to you because you were spot on from day one. But, you know, you give anything some time, there's always the, the, the possibility of it to be true. You, on the other hand, in this particular situation, were, were right maybe a lot earlier than I would have liked to admit. Um, but as you see, we're seeing with the writer's strike, uh, one of the big issues at the time when it was happening was um, the Black Widow movie and Scarlett not getting paid a... 50 G's because they did the pandemic release instead of worldwide releasing so many other things and you know man look you you may be a conspiracy theorist but most conspiracy theorists are rooted in truth it's just they take that truth and then they go too far you don't go too far you I think you're right on point and I got to give you credit sir I'm, I'm cheersing my glass of water to you <laughs> for being correct I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you, seriously, from the I'll bottom of my heart. I'll never say I, it again. No, and you, you hate to say it before, <laughs> which pissed me off about you at hey. some point in time. But So hey. I appreciate that. But that's one of the things that sucks about me, man, because I do I see things, and at, at the time they may seem crazy, but ultimately I'm yeah. proven right, and it pisses me off because people don't want to give me my flowers. So I appreciate you seeing that and saying that. So I I, I appreciate that. I I know from a podcasting standpoint, I think the reason why you feel like capping the elevator is because I think you have, and I mean this with truly with the most, in the most positive way, no filter. And I think that's good in some situations, but as that's looking at it. That's fantastic coming from a talent perspective. When you come at it from the producer perspective, that is our biggest fear, is no filter. Because then you wonder, am I going to have any pushback? Are we going to have any issues? Can I put this out? Is there going to be any problems? Do we have sponsors? Are the sponsors going to be mad at it? Now I ain't trying to act like Chair Shot is like the ringer or some major entity. We're doing okay, but you know. But these are the things you think about when you're, po- when you're producing and editing. And that's probably where some of the pushback from us comes from. But in terms of what you're saying, nine times, 99% of the time, I'll be laughing my ass off because it's hilarious. No, that's fair. That's a fair critique, man. And to be honest, that's probably why nobody knows who the hell I am, except for our loyal chair shot listeners. Because fix that. I, yeah, I don't have a filter. And in order to advance in this game, you kind of have a, got to have a filter because it's all about relationships. Straight building. up. You know what I mean? And we're not in the world of. I don't mean to equate you to this, but there's similar styles. We are skip. long gone. You, you from the, give me not skip. even skip. Okay. We're long gone from the world of uh, shock jocks. Your Howard Stearns, even though I hate this motherfucker. Your Don Imuses, 
your and really hate this motherfucker, but your Rush Limbaugh's people who say shit just to get a reaction. That's not you at all. But I think people unfairly and wrongly would equate a lot of what you do closer to that because you may say something incendiary. You're not saying it from a place of malice. You're saying because you believe it. But it becomes incendiary because it affects people in a way that they may not want to be affected, right? That's fair. And so we're long gone from that. We're in a world now where, and I'm not going to sit here and go on this PC rant because I don't believe it, you know, but we are in in a much more comforting world where you can't always say something that bothers people just to say something that bothers people. And people don't listen to you deep enough to know that that's not what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's they fair. just hear something and react. That's fair. And I don't know if you can fix that. Yeah, I don't think I can. I don't mean and, you. I mean no, listen. Just yeah, no, I, yeah, I, you no. shouldn't change. I, yeah, I'm not saying me, but yeah, I don't think you can really fix that because I mean, at the at, uh, the bottom line is, man, where do you know where the line is if you don't push until the line? somebody crosses it? We literally just had this conversation earlier talking about comedy. That's a great point. Yeah, where do you know? You don't know, That's and true. I can't be you you. Okay, you could be mad at me, but I'm not. Because a lot of people do this because they make a lot of money doing this, yeah. being contrary and stuff like that. Life skip. Skip yeah. is a perfect example of yeah. this. I swear to God, like everything that I say on here, I, the funny thing is, I do censor myself in certain situations. I, yeah. I and, and, and during my hiatus, there's been certain uh, things that have come up and certain news stories and stuff like that where I, I literally said to my, my better half, Amber, I'm glad I'm not on the air because I would have to tell the truth and yeah. it would be very unpopular and, and uncomfortable probably and, too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad but I, that I wasn't but I'm not doing this. This isn't a gimmick, man. I'm 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 shooting from the hip. Well, we're speaking of gimmicks. You guys are list you you guys are listening to this on the wrestling website, wrestling podcast feed. Um we, this isn't going to be your ordinary show cuz we're going to talk a number of topics. Don't know how long we'll be tonight. It may be an hour, maybe two. We'll see how we feel. We're just riffing here. Just two homies sitting, chilling with, you know, catching up with some liquor and some water, you know. (laughs) I'm going to continue to shame you the rest of the night. I want you to know. Oh, of course. Uh, Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, of course you are. Old Dudley Do-Right ass. Hey, man, look. Hey. Hey, you know better, you do better. Yeah. You do better, you know better. (laughs) Whichever way you're supposed to say that. Um, But, no, I do want to talk a little wrestling with you. Um, We haven't had the chance to do that. Uh, or you haven't had the chance to do that. We are coming off of some major happenings in the world of professional wrestling. WrestleMania 39, unmitigated success. Roman retains. Cody was not able to finish his story. Tag Team Championships main event of the night. Rhea had one of the best matches, maybe the best female women's match in wrestling, WrestleMania history. So many big things happened. And then... The same day, WWE is sold to Endeavor, um, or acquired by <laughs> Endeavor to, to make a, a, a super fighting corporation with between WWE and the UFC. Um, AW is now fully only on Warner Brothers Discovery Networks, and they just recently sold reportedly 43,000 tickets before general admission sales to uh, All In. Excuse me, at Wembley Stadium in London, Mercedes Monet has debuted in and uh, uh, started in New Japan and is apparently doing. You can only do so many good numbers for that for that company, but 
decent numbers enough where she's making a difference. Her writing buddy Trinity Fat 2 just debuted with Impact Wrestling. It's the place where careers go to die and women go to get time to wrestle. Like, there's a lot of things going on right now. I am curious to know, when you close your eyes and you think wrestling of right now, what's the first thing on your mind that comes to your mind that you're interested in? Wow. <laughs> that's a, that, that, yeah, that's a lot. Um, I will say this, man, in regards to the first thing that I think of is the WrestleMania 39 main event. Cody and Roman. Cody and Roman. Okay. And where they've gone with the bloodline. So, first and foremost, I wasn't against Roman retaining mm-hmm. versus Cody at 39. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you you know, it, you know it, it's a great storyline. And I like the fact that Roman is continuing to draw heat. Because you guys got to remember, like, he just recently started getting legitimate hill heat. It was the, the Sammy thing. It vacillates. It vacillates. He goes from getting heel, legit heel heat to being too cool and people like start rocking with him. But I, I feel you, yes. Yeah, but when did people really start, like, the, the fuck you Roman chance? That happened when Sammy made the turn. And, the beginning and, of the turn. He, he, yes. it, was, it was real hot. I, I and feel when he, like, And yeah. when he was bullying the shit out of the Usos, it was real yeah. hot. And then he got cool because the Usos were cool and they started rocking with him, so he was cool. I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I'm fair. just saying no, that's fair. it's been a lot longer than this. But I don't mean I stepped on your point. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. You're yeah, good. But it, man, it is hot now. He yeah. is. He is. He is in public enemy number one right now. Yes. Yeah, and, and I, I understood it, but I, I, you know, I come at it from a, a, a different perspective because number one, I don't know how Cody will ever be as hot right now or leading into WrestleMania 39. I don't. I don't see how he could regain that heat. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to get a run with the title at some particular point in time, especially now that they've introduced this ancillary title, which is the, hey, Roman ain't wrestling, we got to have something for these other Mellon Farmers to do title. At least it's pretty as hell. Oh, it's gorgeous. It, it, it reminds me of Big Goldie, which is my favorite belt. So, yeah, same. Yeah, so I, I, I go with that. But if we talk about who that we perceive as booking, now I'm not going to get into the Vince McMahon rumors. I know they're saying that Vince is back. And, sure, sure. And, and, and whatever the case may be sure. with that. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. It's I unsubstantiated, don't know. so yeah, we don't know. I'm not there for that. Yeah. But look who the booker is right now. Triple H, Paul Levesque, Hunter Hell Helmsley, whatever you want to call him. So you remember in the early aughts, the early 2000s, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote reign of terror of triple h yeah and there were a lot of people that we thought should have dethroned him and a oh, lot gosh. of people that we feel like you know from rob van Dam, the booker t and booker, whoever the yeah. pace may be yeah or whoever else you may think yeah but when he finally did pass that torch to dave batista and he put him over and he put him over strong three in a row three in a row he was a made man, and he was the top guy in the company. Between you know him and Cena, one and one A, it was, it was what it was. Sure. So I said that to say that you got to understand who Triple H is as a booker. Number one, he's a wrestling guy. Mm-hmm. Like he understands the history of the business. He understands all of that. Like mm-hmm. he's a mark for all of that. And mm-hmm. I say that with I don't say that. Yeah, with no, any. it's a respectful word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But other than the Northeast Territory, i.e., the WWWF. Every other territory that was associated with the NWA, they were hill territories. And the money was in the babyface chasing 
trying to, you know, triumphantly, you know, dethrone the hill. Mm -hmm. And once that baby face climbed that mountain, they were made. So I feel like we've, I feel like we have to give Triple H, you got to relax. You have to relax. They okay, clearly Aaron have, <laughs> yeah. You, they, they clearly have somebody in mind that they want to dethrone Ray, Roman. Rather, I was about to call him Raymond, like Raymond News, Jesus Christ. But they clearly have somebody in mind that they want to dethrone Raymond. So you got to give Triple H the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that, because the person that dethrones Raymond, Roman, he's going to be made. Roman, yeah, yeah. He's Raymond Roman. Who gives a shit? He's going to be made. He's going to be a made man, and he's going to be the next person to take this, he's going to take the baton and run with it. Just like Roman took the baton from Cena, yeah. it's going to be that guy. So I feel like Triple H has earned the benefit of the doubt to allow us to just fall back yeah. and see where this goes. Now, I will say this before you know I throw it back to you, Ray. Coming out of WrestleMania, I've been completely underwhelmed with the Bloodline storyline. Like it feels it's like on hold. Yeah, yeah, it's on it's hold. On they're hold. treading water right now. Yeah, yeah, it feels like yeah. they're treading water right yeah. now. Yeah, there's a story still being told. There's a story there with the Usos falling out of the good graces of Roman and the solo tease every night of Solo gonna basically take him out. Um, so there's teases there, but the Bloodline story doesn't work in totality. At his best, if Roman isn't there, and Roman right now is on his post WrestleMania, yeah, he's on his he's uh, using vacation. his PTO straight the fuck up. Yeah, um, you mentioned um, the babyface chase, which is kind of where wrestling kind of it it kind of is bread is buttered on, right? Yeah, who's the most famous babyface chaser of all time? Dusty, the American Dwayne, <laughs> and so I. I love the way that you frame this from Triple H's perspective, the booker. I want to frame this from the perspective of the people involved. Cody is Dusty's literal kid. Mm-hmm. Cody has, ever since Stardust ended and he was able to, pardon the pun, but unshackle his chains, you know, as he so eloquently said, from leaving that and finding himself, which, however you feel about him, you have to t- t- tip your cap. To how well he has remade himself as a as a performer and as a character. No matter if you like him or not, you got to give him his credit for that. Of course. Um, but he's playing Dusty cosplay. He's playing yeah. the hits. Yeah. Every big match, there's an ode to Dusty in some form or fashion. He's playing Dusty mm-hmm. cosplay. Nothing wrong with it. Dusty probably is the third, fourth biggest draw before this era because you can't comp- equate. Of course, yeah. It's just not the same. Yeah, like right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Roman is Dusty's surrogate kid. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. From all that we've heard, yes. And I yeah. mean, but this is all facts. You, you, you can go back and look at every documentary, every real interview. R- Dusty really looked at Joe Anawaii and said, you got it. You can't get rid of it no matter what mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. It's in you. And he was a big part of the reason why Roman was destined for greatness. Because Dusty saw him. Immediately was like, oh yeah, that kid's the next guy, mm-hmm. right? And so he instilled in him certain things. So I think those two guys, along with Triple H's blessing, and you know Michael Hayes is is Roman's producer for every match he does, right? For whatever reason, he likes Freebird. I don't get it, but that's that's what it, that's his guy. I feel like I would like Freebird. I know Freebird is racist, but he seems like a. We seem to have a lot in common. I, I don't dis I don't disagree with that. I just would like somebody that. I feel understands the modern world a little better. 
I'm not saying I need to go all TJ, That's even fair. though TJ's fantastic. That's fair. But someone who can mix the old school with the new school. Yeah. Well, because there's... all old school is cool, but that's you're going to alienate people. Yeah, but who in the wrestling industry, who could do that? I mean, currently? Yeah. Uh, well, TJ's, TJ's probably the best they got. And Jason Jordan's been pretty, really, really good from what I've read. But Dean Malenko? Even though he's over there in the root beer company. Yeah, he's over there with Pretty Tone. Like, you know. I mean, he's getting paid. I ain't mad at him. And you know he got Parkinson's, so whatever check you get. Yeah, no disrespect to Dean Malenko. Like, I, but Dean is I a fantastic. Love, yeah, I love Dean Malenko yeah. as, a, as a wrestler and a talent. Like, yeah, no disrespect to him whatsoever. Um, But I think they played in that, too, because that match was a dusty match. Think about all the... the Mm-hmm. Many dusty finishes that happened. That he got screwed, you know, what chasing Ric Flair. Yeah. Every yeah. every opportunity he yeah. gets screwed, he gets screwed. Over and over and over again, right? Yeah. You know, Solo messes with him, gets kicked out. Uzos come out, get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Uh the the um Sammy and KO come out, do the come up as everything's cool, right? Mm-hmm. He hits the spear out of nowhere. Heyman tries to get involved. Solo gotta come back out. Like it is straight out of Dusty's playbook. And I think that's what they're doing. Like, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to get to uh, the backlash and we're going to do a preview or whatever, but I fully expect him to get his ass whooped by Brock Lesnar. No, he's going to be Brock. No, he's he not going he, to. He has to. He has to. He doesn't. He has to. No, that, th- th- going back to what you just said yeah. about the Dusty, the yeah. hard times, Daddy, the yeah. hard times, Daddy. Yeah. I think Cody about to go through hard times right now. But that's, that's why I say someone's got to bridge the new with the old. If this was 1985, mm-hmm. you could see Cody get his ass beat for a year and a half. And nobody would care. But we just talked about, well, not we, but I just talked about Triple H. Yeah. What is he? He's a student of the game. And I say right. that pun intended. He's a student of the game. Right. Of course, that's going to be, that's going to be the storyline. Like, he's going to fall on hard times, I, Daddy. I, I agree with, I, so the idea of hard times I agree with, but I don't mm-hmm. think Cody can lose to Brock for this one reason. This generation of fans mm-hmm. won't stick with you that long. That's fair. This generation of fans cares more about how matches are booked mm-hmm. than what the matches are booked to do. So they're going to tell themselves, well, well, they, they gave Cody his year, but now they, they, uh, they're getting their lick back because he left him for AEW. Right. Or some stupid shit like that. Right. Instead of looking at the actual story being told on television. Mm-hmm. You cannot take the chance for that backlash. And that's the next question I want to bring to you. Because... I knew Cody was winning. I, I would have sold my house. I just knew there was no way they could let Roman, who's my favorite wrestler, mm-hmm. I sit at the table that the head of the table has prepared prepares for me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I 100% acknowledge my tribal chief. But he's held the title for so long to the point where there's a need to have a second title again because the, the shows were hurting because he doesn't come to work every week. Well-deserved. Right. Earned. Right. Uh, but he doesn't come to work every week. Mm-hmm. And the top of the shows are hurting because there is no anchor for the shows. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I just thought it was perfect timing for everything. And even if Cody holds it for three months, he got his moment. He's done. We're over this. He can cry for the next 30 minutes on the show. And we're done. We can move on to better stories. And we haven't, seen, we haven't had to see an angry Roman Reigns in three years. That could be a fun character to watch. Right. Right? Especially if he would have won and the Usos would have, he would have lost and the Usos would have won. Imagine that dichotomy. Right? right. Now, now I'm fantasy booking. Y'all don't mean to do that. But I knew Cody was winning. 
So my question for you is, because I understand a lot of fans who are disenamored or upset with Cody losing, mm-hmm. not just from a perspective of their favorite loss, but WWE far too often doesn't give the big payoff. They give the little payoff well mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But the big payoff, they very rarely give. Now, when they do it, Kofi, Brian, Becky, mm-hmm. um, Kevin and Sammy, it's amazing. But it's not enough for most fans who stick with this all the time and deal with things that they may not like waiting for that moment to keep them. So do you think by them not giving Cody the, the match, do you think that there is a that there are kind of setting themselves up for a p- potential problem, especially knowing now that Cody won't be able to get his lick back for Roman for another year, given that they're drafted on two different shows? What do you think? No. And the reason I say this, and I agree with everything you said, but the reason I say that they there's not going to be a potential backlash is because the professional wrestling landscape and the viewership has already been whittled down to the hardest of the hardcore. And that's what they do. Like, this 1.2 to 2 million people that are still paying attention to this. On TV, yeah. Oh, not even on TV. Just there's more that pay attention to the to the show there, that's that's the semantics though. argument i don't mean to get into that I'm sorry. no no you good but there, there's not like they whittled this that okay we're you know i'm, I'm not gonna get it caught up in the semantics yeah of the, we could do that the day. actual numbers yeah but they've but i think that can we both agree that they've whittled this thing down to the hardest of the hardcore like it's for the not, most part yes yes yeah yes, yes. yeah there's not a this ain't the attitude error where you know there's 10 million people paying attention to what's going on and everybody named mama is walking around with austin 316 or nwo shirts but no i said that to say that we're gonna pay attention regardless we're we because we love the industry we love the business so we're gonna be here you're not gonna chase us off so we're gonna be here Regardless of what story that they're going to tell. I So, I think in past years, you're right. Mm-hmm. I think that we are coming in a time where it is not necessary to have to watch WWE to be a wrestling fan anymore. And I'm not saying that because I want to say that I like it. Because right. I'm WWE through and through. I, that's, that's my favorite company. But you don't have to be. Right? Mm-hmm. If you really just want to watch... Big time, high level professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. While I may not be a biggest, the biggest fan of it, AEW exists. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's, okay, there's already a pin in your argument. You said big time, big high level professional wrestling. They're on television. They're on television. They have they 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 tour arenas. They tour arenas. I'm not saying they're comparable. Nobody, but oh, I'm I'll, just, I'll, let me shut up. Okay, I, I'm with you. I agree with you, but you cannot argue. That the ease, New Japan is impossibly hard to find. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for those gatekeepers who be like, you could just go in. No, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to turn on my Comcast, mm-hmm. my Xfinity, and go to channel blah, 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 and watch it on Tuesday night or Monday, whatever. Right. The fact that I got to look for it is something I don't want to do because I got a million other things I can look for. Right. I'm sorry. That's not saying I won't watch it, but it is what it is. Impact Wrestling is. You gotta have AXS television, and you gotta trust these motherfuckers who are the least most trustworthy people in the business. Yeah. Even though Scott Moore is doing a good job, R- respect, right? Ring of Honor is a subsidiary of fucking AEW. Yeah. They don't even have their shows on Ring of Honor, the fucking Honor Club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good luck with that one. So like, so like, you know, GCW is only on pay per view, and they don't have weekly show. So like, it used to be you want to watch any wrestling of any merit. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch WWE. It's yeah. not like that anymore. Yeah, 
you can find alternatives now, starting with AEW, right? Right. With top-level talent that names people would know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But more than that, there's more things out here to pay attention to. Right. Like, and I don't just mean sports. Like, we're in a world, even though we're in the midst of a writer's strike, we're in a world where there's more good television out than ever. There's something for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then we live in a world where if those people who are principled see the shit Vince McMahon has done, came, snuck back and got his job back, and then fucked around and got a promotion. And a few billion in his pocket for, 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 for all this. So mm-hmm. some people might not stand on the principles of what's going on. We haven't talked about the lawsuit of the young black lady who was a, a writer, creative writer, and the things she said and done that everybody knows is true. Right? So what I'm saying is, we're not in a world where it's WWE or bust. Some people might just say, fuck it, I don't care no more. Like, I think there is really a more, more of a possibility of that now than ever. And I'm not saying Cody is the litmus test for that. I'm saying there is a growing list of grievances that people may have that this could be the final straw for them. I know okay. for a fact a couple of people who have reached that final straw because of the Cody situation. Well, this is my thing. Everybody that was going to do that already did, did that. Okay, that they, makes, that's, yeah, that's a fair yeah, point. We, we, that's we, a fair point. We lost a lot of fans when WCW folded. Yeah. We lost more fans during the Cena era because yeah. it, it just got a little too hokey and too, you know. Too, and people uh, grew up. Car- people grew up as yeah, well. Yeah. And it, it just got too cartoony for them. So yeah. I feel like this thing, this thing being professional wrestling, it's been whittled down to the whittleless of whittleless. Like, it's been whittled down to the fans of the fans. And what they're doing now in, in these promotions, all of them, they're just they're just bleeding us for more money because they're not interested in making new fans for whatever reason. It's just us. So I don't think that the people are going to go somewhere. You might lose a scraggler here and there, but you've already whittled this thing down called pro wrestling down to the 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 marks of the marks. And I, I say that with all the faction because sure, sure, clearly sure. I'm a mark as well because sure. I still watch it. So yeah, I don't think that's a problem. I think that people are the people that 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 are watching now are still going to watch because okay. we withstand everything. We withstand the end of the Monday Night Wars. We withstand the Triple H Reign of Terror. We withstand the Cena thing and and anything else and that made you roll your eyes as a professional wrestling fan. But we're still here. So I don't think that those people are going anywhere because we're still here. I I don't I don't agree. But I think you have merit to your point. There, any I think at any point, and it's also I, I don't mean to cut you off. Please, I apologize. No, please. But it, it's also hard to argue with my point when WWE is literally making more money than they ever have at any point, and the yes, product yes, is yes. hot as fish grease. Like, well, the, so the thing about the money, and I have been the biggest. I'm, I'm reminded of my good friend, the Doc Chad, Matt, Chad Matthews. We he hates this conversation with me because. We have the argument all the time of of, the, of quality versus uh, factual. Right. Like we could argue if you if it's good or not. That's cool. Yes. That doesn't change the fact. Yeah. From a business perspective, that they're making more they're money than ever. Fist, right. Yeah. Now like, yeah, we but, can definitely have the the quality yeah, argument, but but, the, but clearly the quality the quality doesn't always have to match the success. No. On top of the fact that we are insulated. So yeah, we may the people we are around may not like it, mm-hmm. but like, what? God, I'm going deep in the weeds now. There was that that 
posts that Meltzer made years ago talking about how there's all those hundreds of thousands of fans in India, but because their per capita is so low, they're not making any money, they don't matter. No, every viewer matters. And I think that that's what you're talking about whittling down. Very clearly, we're whittled down because yeah. 1.2 to 1.5 people are watching, 1.5 to 2.5, you count SmackDown, are watching on TV. Now, if we can go into the semantics argument of what does watching mean? Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe that watching means I got to sit down at my at my on my couch mm-hmm. at this time and watch and, and, and consume it that way. Right. Watching could be, mean I'm keeping up with it on Twitter, right? And tweeting. Right. Watching it could mean I'm catching a stream. Right. Don't do it. Watching it could mean I'm watching my DVR when I get home to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's many different ways to watch. Well, the the true metrics were the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. That that those were the metrics. Those were the fans right there. That's what. The that's dollars, the yes, metrics. The dollars, yes, yes, that's yes, the metrics. Yeah, yeah. And what was it? Yeah. Two million. Yeah, one it, and a half. One, one and a half to two. That's why. I, that's, yeah. that's where I get my numbers from. I say the one point two to two million people those are the that are still but paying you, attention. You, you, so, wow. So, I, I, you made me pivot because because how, how many how many streaming services do we all have? It's too fucking many. Exactly. Too and we don't even watch those motherfuckers, but we're signed up for them. That's why I say one show that one or two shows that we all exactly, like, yeah, and, and and sometimes we just have it, and with that show ends, and we just hold on to it. You know what I mean? So sure. that's why I say that's a, a that's a really less realistic metric of I think the, I agree, the, I can the wrestling agree with that. fans in, in in this country. But there is one thing that you said that I think I can I disagree with, and I think I can when I say the reason why I think even you will acknowledge you were wrong. Mm-hmm. You said that. That wrestling in general hasn't tried or done anything to create new fans. No, they have. I can't say they haven't tried because you you got the biggest pop star in the world getting ready to wrestle straight up on Saturday. Like no, I can't no, say they mention, haven't tried. I didn't mention one of the biggest yeah. social media stars. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I can't say they haven't tried, but, but they haven't succeeded. Let me tell you one place they have succeeded. Okay, Total Divas. Okay, your wife got yeah. into wrestling because of Total Divas. Yeah, Total Divas. And she's part of that 1.2 to 2 million. There you go. But she, yeah. she wasn't in it before. Fair. Fair. Total Divas, what it did. Sorry for you Bella haters out there. Uh, what Total <laughs> Divas, because there's a lot of them. Oh, a lot oh, of people that hate yeah. the, 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 the possibility. And of I can understand the traditionalist hating on them because wrestling isn't what it used to be. I get that. But you can't deny the impact that the Bellas had. Sorry, Jim Cornette. We, we, we in 2023, big homie. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but what Total Divas did was it catered to the most underserved portion of this fandom. The females. Women. Yeah. Yeah. Women. Yeah. It catered to them. Yeah. And it brought in so many new fans. And, yes, this is not the Attitude Era where it was popular to be a wrestling fan. But I think that's because wrestling was so niche. You had to... It's almost like, if you're a Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. May 4th comes around, what you doing? May, May the 4th, 4th be, with, be you. with you. Right? As I roll my eyes. Right, because you <laughs> yeah. you feel emboldened to do that. You have to because right. it's the thing. Wrestling is so commonplace now. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Fallon has that show, That's My Jam, that's based off of all of his uh, musical g- games that he does on Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Miz and Alexa Bliss were on there as just regular people. Right. Like, we've reached the world now where these people are mm-hmm. genuine, regular celebrities. Roman's on all the time. Ziggler's on all these political shows and doing stand-up. Like, so we're not in a place now where it's a big deal because wrestling isn't a big deal in that, oh, my God, there's this wrestler dude popping up. No, it's, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're just regular folk. 
you know, they're just, they're just like they're, yeah, but they're, they're regular they're celebrities like not, all the other celebrities. Though. But I disagree because they're not not in watch the all same stuff way. That, watch all the stuff that they're involved in. Like I was outside during the Attitude Era, man, and it was nothing. <laughs> was too big, dog. It was, was nothing to see people outside rocking an NWO or Austin three sixteen shirt. I'm not shirt. Like, with that. I'm saying like these wrestlers now, like they're in more spaces and this and that, because that's because the the entertainment and the 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 Everybody's fighting for the same dollar and mm-hmm. fighting for the same eyes. Mm-hmm. And there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other things you could be doing mm-hmm. that everybody's fighting for the same dollar. So mm-hmm. if you can bring a, a, an additional eye in by, you know, bringing a professional wrestler on and whatnot, okay, cool. But you can't quantify. It, it doesn't quantify the same way now that it did back in the day. Like, this thing was a big deal. Like back, And I understand we had less to watch and there were less channels on television, which kind of proves my point. Because everything entertainment-wise is so fragmented. Like, there's sure. so many movements and stuff like that that I have no idea. I don't know what the fuck One Direction is. Like, they got all these sexually ambiguous Korean kids right now that are the biggest thing in pop music. And I have no idea who the hell they are. But that's fine. One Direction broke up like five years ago, bro. It's okay. You're proving my point. It's okay. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Broke, like, that's how behind Zane, I am. Zayn went solo. And the, the group was never the same. I'm, and now all those guys are doing their own thing. I'm so upset that you even know that. Oh, Zayn, yeah. Lewis, yeah. Harry, uh, Niall, and I forget the fifth one all the time. I'm so upset Sorry. you even know four out of the five. What are we doing I have here? children, bro. That's great, but they're not Korean. You want to talk about BTS? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I we can talk God, BTS if you want. I really don't. <laughs> but, it proves, but it proves my point, though. But yes, yeah, so they're yeah, so they're trying to pull viewers from yeah. whatever pool they can pull viewers from. Yeah. But that doesn't negate the fact like this shit just it's just not as big as it was. Like we go back to the eighties and 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 Saturday Night's main event that's getting forty five million viewers. You 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 know that's not I, what it is anymore. I I and hear you. That's okay. Uh, yeah, you're but right. It's, but it's not what it is anymore. It's not. But also, I think we're arguing two different things because you're arguing sheer numbers and sheer popularity. Mm-hmm. It'll never be that again. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. But in terms of more, it's more mainstream than it ever was. And I know that sounds blasphemous to see what Hulk was doing back in the day and what Piper was doing back in the day so, and what Austin was doing back in the day. So by mainstream, are you saying that more people don't? thumb their nose up at it. it is, like, it, it's a regular medium now. Yeah, that, that's and okay. And all, all of the people and all of the wrestlers mm-hmm. are looked at as actual celebrities. Not just in the eyes of us. Right. In the eyes of the normal person now. But That how, wasn't the case back then. But how's that the case when more people or less people know these people than they did back that's in the day? That's not true. And that's, you I think don't more, that. you know, you think more people know who the Miz is than Hulk Hogan in 1985? No, and nobody's arguing that. Nobody's arguing. Okay, that that, that was an extreme. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I and, chose and an I, extreme I, I feel example. Your, I feel but, your point, but what I mean is, in 1985, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about a wrestling fan, right? I'm talking about a regular person who didn't watch wrestling, right? Me too. Yes, people knew who Hulk Hogan was. Yeah. Yes, people knew who Roddy Piper was, probably. Mm-hmm. People knew Andre, mm-hmm. right? People knew maybe your big four or five. Yeah. But you know what? Think people, your regular fan would know Coco Beware was. You think your random fan would, your random res, random regular person would know Tito Santana? So who who is your modern day equivalent to Coco Beware and Tito Santana? The top 30, 40 people on the roster. You think the average person walking around knows who the fuck uh, Matt Riddle is? 
They definitely know who Matt Riddle is, yeah. No. He, because he was a UFC star. No. He was a UFC well, star. Star is, that's pushing it a little bit. He was the, and, he was and the, the champion. And the UFC contender. is also a, a niche thing as well. That's a niche Less thing. Less than you think. Eh. Less than you think. First and eh. foremost, if we're, if, we're, if we're honest with it, mm-hmm. everything's a niche. A niche can be big. Comic books are a niche, but they are, it's a billion dollar. Yeah, but everybody knows who Tony Stark is. Not everybody knows who Matt Riddle is. More people know who Tony Stark is than Matt Riddle. Yeah, because Tony Stark sold billions of dollars. That, that's, yes. that's my point, though. Yeah, yes. But I, you're, I think you're equating no ability, forgive me, I know that's not a word. Oh, yeah. To finances. But just because wrestlers are on SportsCenter now, that doesn't mean that this thing known as professional wrestling is more mainstream than it's ever been. I understand the argument that you're making because yeah. they are on Sports Center. I get that. It's more than Sports Center, but yes. It, they're, yeah, but, they're, but you, yeah, they, but they I are visible that. in more places than more places and spaces than they've ever been. And not just the top guys. Because in, in 97, 98, mm-hmm. yeah, Austin was everywhere. Yeah. Rock was everywhere. Mm-hmm. But Road Dog wasn't going everywhere. Road Dog made a million dollars. X Pac wasn't everywhere. X Pac was one of the biggest acts in the world. Kane wasn't everywhere. Although he couldn't go because the character. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was just Austin and Rock because they're your two biggest guys who are making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Again, nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that at all. But nowadays, we literally have, and, and more than ever, I think this is the biggest positive of this, part, this generation, is that now more than ever, mm-hmm. actual celebrities are more willing to be a part of the, of the show. Well, they always have. Sure, but, but but well, the biggest thing is everybody's not getting coked to the gills and, and well, taking pills and stroking out at thirty five. That's the that's best thing part. about nowadays. That's yeah. we are healthier yeah. and, and a better roster in terms yeah. of health than yeah. ever. But what I mean is, excuse me, mm-hmm. you know, I think celebrities are more willing to talk about wrestling and be willing to associate themselves with wrestling and t- and, and things of that nature in a way that. Maybe they did back in the day for a check, but I mean they should be talking about it regularly. You see them wearing wrestling shirts. Like, it's I just think it's it's more it's it's more accepted now than it ever was because it's everywhere now. You know, it's it's everywhere now, and you know it's I would not it's the I'm not I'm just a few years younger than you, mm-hmm. but I remember a time where if we saw a wrestler on TV in any capacity. You would go out of your way to find it, because it's like this will never happen again. Right. Flip the channels right now. There's a restaurant on someone's channel, on someone's show. Right now. I, will you have Xfinity? Yeah. Yeah. We're not. Which fuck it. Well, yeah. I can't not, say that. Never mind. Not. We're not yeah, trying to edit that part out. <laughs> I will not. Uh, but start from. Uh, you have Xfinity, so what is mm-hmm. it? Uh, channel. You have HD, right? Yeah. So what's the what's the six hundred? Is it like the the NBA TV or something? And start from there and go down and on one of those channels you're gonna find a wrestler on someone's show. I don't even know these channels, man. The only thing I watch on television is sports and wrestling, so I don't even know what the channels. I know ESPN is forty six, and that's about it. Oh, that's right, because we know, man. Uh, yeah, that that's that's it's, about it's, it. It's six thirty three where I'm at. <laughs> thirty three and and in the dose is thirty four. Semantics. But um, that, that's my point. You couldn't do that in 99. 
You couldn't do, just couldn't do that. But they and did do that in '99. Not that's I on mean every channel. Uh, uh, MTV Sunday Night Heat was getting three, four million. But people that's a wrestling it. show. I'm talking about on a non wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Just an any channel streaming. Just go down and you're gonna find a random wrestler who's on a panel somewhere mm-hmm. or who's guest starring on a show or who's hosting a show or who's being interviewed some form of fashion but big show mick foley triple h they weren't on saturday no. night live that's one saturday night live show yeah. and the reason they were on there because rock because was rock, the yes. host you're yeah. missing the point I'm, but i mean it revolved you, around you two people wrestlers at spring break and mt at on mtv back when that was a thing you're like ta- you, okay okay you're 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 picking a couple of correct analogies, mm-hmm. missing my every moment, every day from noon to noon, Monday through Monday argument. No, that's fair, but we can't act like this shit is as big as it was back I in the day. I think it is. I not. think it's bigger. How? I think it's way bigger. How? Magnification. It's How? in more places. How many people know? Okay. How many people know? Maybe Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. maybe Brock. Well, definitely Brock Lesnar. Sure. Cena, Lesnar, maybe Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's no. it. No, Bianca. Eh. Becky. The the average person. Charlotte. The average person know who they are. They do. do you know, you know how they how they know Charlotte? That's Ric Flair's daughter, and she wrestles. They still know her. But that's it. They still know her. That's it. You know what we should do. We can't do it because I'm not here much longer. I gotta go back home. I would like one day, next time I'm here, maybe if you're up for it, maybe mm-hmm. we'll, you know, I'm not gonna give away Chris's living situation, but <laughs> just know I feel safe walking down the street. Oh, this. If guy. you know what I mean. This guy. Um, <laughs> if you if you if you catch my drift. <laughs> this guy. Um. Maybe we should do a shout out to my homie uh, Billy Eigner. Uh, uh, oh, on uh, a man on the street. On the is street. that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious because I truly believe that while no sheer numbers, there's no way you can match it. Yeah, but because but that's my point. But those, but those were cultural moments. Mm-hmm. There's no cultural moment right now. This is just a normal thing, and you, it's everywhere. That, that you're proving my point. They're not cultural moments anymore. But, a, but that's. A, that's my point. Ro- Roller Jam was a cultural moment. Yeah. And it lasted for like two years. Yeah. So what? Nobody it watches it. They don't talk about it anymore. Slam yeah. Ball was a cultural moment. You're saying the same and thing about died. wrestling. No, we're not because it's still alive and now ever. It's still, And yes. it's more profitable. And there are more people who are everywhere. more profitable, but that don't mean it's better. Okay. I, like, it's definitely I'm more not, profitable. I, I'm not because, saying it's better. I just think. Because less people, because, you know, the the uh, the viewing audience is more fragmented. So, like, AEW, AEW just got a new show. Because they can draw in 800 to a million people on a cable television network. Which is more than and that's other profitable. Show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's profitable. That doesn't mean that peop- more people are aware of these people. That just means things are more pra- fragmented. And it's more profitable to these networks. To you know, to have that eight hundred to a million people to watch their show on a given night, I appreciate as opposed it. to just throwing on a rerun of the Shawshank Redemption, or well, it's, T- it's TBS and TNT, so it'd be Big Bang Theory. But <laughs> I appreciate TNT be Shawshank though. They, bro, I there, see there, fucking there, there my was boy a, with the arms up one more yeah, time. There was a minute for about fifteen years that yeah, they Shawshank showed and that Bad every week. And Bad Boys. And Bad yes. Boys. Yes. yes. And then two o'clock in the morning. 
I appreciate you, Art, but I know we need to move on. I just want to say, uh, last point, I think, and this actually could be a full-on conversation or topic or whatever, or a whole show, we'll talk about it next time, but I really have a problem with, and I understand where it comes from, Right. but I think we really need to stray away from the idea of what viewership is, because so many people equate viewership to just what the Nielsen, rec- Nielsen numbers are. And they equate that to that viewership to the watching public. And so if I think, you want to talk about it now, we can, but that is, we're going to go in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if 1.5 people are watching on television, then it's ultimately as many as 5 million people who are consuming it in some form or fashion. Now, see, you should have led with that because I disagree, but you should have led with that because that's a better argument. Another time. Another time. Um, There's one one other wrestling topic I want to talk talk to you about, and that is we spoke a little AEW, most popular motherfucker in the business right now. I hate this motherfucker with a passion. Look in my eyes. What do you see? Uh, Asshole piece of shit. No, you should have let it rock. That would have been funny. I, no, I don't. I don't want to let it rock. Cause I love Living Color in that song. I can't listen to it without thinking about Philip Jack. Philip Jack Brooks is trying to come back, y'all. He's been, he's been backstage at WWE. He went backstage to Impact, and uh, he's by all reports he's ready to come back to, to AEW. Um, led to led by or mitigated by Warner Bros. Discovery wanting him back. Leading to them getting another show, which which is going to lead to WTF, uh, WTF, which is supposed to lead to a, a de facto brand split with Punk and FTR being on the Saturday Collision show, and the EVPs, the Elite, doing the Wednesday Dynamite show. Now this is all still conjecture. I don't know how real this is, but it is facts that they are getting a new television show. That has been reported and is fact. Um. What do you think about all of this nonsense, dog? It's because this is this is craziness, man. It's craziness. This is Crystal Pepsi. And <laughs> did you did you ever like Crystal Pepsi? By the way, I'm trying to think if I did because I'm not a big pop drinker. Or That's for right. certain people in the South, soda. I'm not a big yeah, soft drink. The Cleveland drink. just came out for y'all. If y'all didn't recognize that. I guess it was all right. I don't remember. I man. liked it, but I felt like a, I felt like an addict drinking it. Well, you should be. Caffeine's a drug, too. Nah, but that Crystal Pepsi has felt like, like Crystal Meth. Has all the Crystal stuff in it, if you know what I mean. Like, shaking and scratching. All it is, man. Like, shout out to AEW getting another show. But yeah. All of this, man, regardless of who you side with, if you like CM Punk, if you don't like CM Punk, if you like the EVPs, if you don't like the MVPs, all this falls back on one guy. And I watch Dynamite every week. Every Wednesday, I watch Dynamite. You well know done. why? Well done, by the way. Yeah, because I wanted to succeed. Yeah. It's a train wreck most weeks. Yeah. But I wanted to succeed. They so, give my DVR, so if I watch it or not, they still Yeah, so I, I try to support, but this all falls back to him pretty Tony. At, at some point in time, man, if this shit is going to work, he has got to grow a pair of balls. And he's got to sit these people down and say, hey, I'm the boss. I'm paying all you melon farmers a lot of fucking money. You're going to do what the fuck I say, or we're going to get you the fuck out of here. He's got to do that at some point in time, because yeah. I feel like, honestly, man, he seems like a really good dude and a yeah, nice absolutely. guy, and probably too nice for this industry. 
because I feel like he's getting taken advantage of. Of course he's getting taken advantage of. But eventually, all, all of this is coming from him not growing a pair of balls and saying, hey, the, you, we struck lightning in a bottle right here. We, you know that we have a legitimate beef with these people on the Matt Hardy end side of the game. And that was just the first thing that popped up in yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, we people want a reason to believe. And you ha- you give them a reason to believe, you got to let it work, man. And now we're doing this brand split, which they don't do enough with the talent that they have. And Pretty Tony is spread way too thin. And there's not that much cocaine in the world. The man still needs a Barbera if he's Hannah. He needs a Barbera. Like, I, I think we can all agree on that. And this is just way too much. And he doesn't know what he's doing. I, I have a lot of criticisms of, 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 as you so affectionately call him, Pretty Tony. A lot. But I give him a lot of credit, too, because he's done something that only one other human being alive has been able to do. And that's Vince. He's even usurped Ted Turner in some, some regards of some of the things he's been able to do. So I give him all his credit. Well deserved. What has he done that Ted didn't do? Or Ted, wasn't able to do? Or Dixie Carter, for that matter. Ted took a, an existing... Oh, got you. So he started something from, a from gotcha. scratch. Okay. Okay. And immediately Fair. got TV, okay. immediately Fair. got pay-per-view, immediately Fair. got top okay. talent. That's, that is hard to do. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I give him his credit. All his credit in the world. But got to grow balls, man. I, I, I don't understand, and I'm disappointed, and I, and I, and I, I don't mean to be, to be disrespectful, but I don't have a lot of respect for him already for numerous reasons. But I lose so much respect for him because we are going on close to a year because it was brawl out. Yeah. All, all out, now all in because they bought Ring of Honor, they got the rights back. It's in September. We're in May. It's three months away. Right. Right? Yeah. June, July, August, September. Four months of you being literal. Away. We're almost there. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers haven't talked yet. Yeah. They haven't sat down to fix this yet. Yeah, that's all him. And you had the best out ever because Punk was injured. Right. So Punk couldn't have done anything even if you did sit him down to talk. Because he would have been in, injured in torn triceps in a sling. He couldn't have fought nobody. So, like, th- not only is this, and I know we, we talked about this earlier before we got on, the, on air. And I know a lot of this does go back to the EVPs. Completely understandable and completely justified. You're right. Um, but... You can't coddle talent. You can take care of them. Mm-hmm. But you can't coddle them to the point where it affects your business. Mm-hmm. And if you are allowing it to affect your business, in my opinion, you are a bad businessman. Mm-hmm. And no company is worth one person. No company is. I don't, if right. Roman Reigns wild out today, cut that motherfucker. Because WWE will, will succeed. Now, don't do that. Please, God. <laughs> but I'm just saying, no no company. I'm Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time. Shawn right. should have been cut in 97. Should have been fired. Right? They may right. do it, and it worked, but right. he should have been fired. Right. Because one, Goody Mob said it best. Big Gip. Shout out, I'm in I'm ATL right now. Shout out to me, Big Gip. Oh. One monkey don't stop no show. You also have a problem with all New York rappers, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, did, did you as Gib out? And I don't know this. I'm just saying, did you also get robbed by New York rappers at some point? <laughs> I may like Big Gip from Goody Mob and that quote. I cannot agree with anything else Big Gip has ever said or done. <laughs> no. Gip puts himself out there a little too much for me. But that I love that quote because it's so true. It, yeah, it, it doesn't does and it can't. And especially in a world where the brand is bigger than the individuals. Mm-hmm. You, they got to, this is, this is an industry. I know I'm going back to WWE, so forgive my tangent here. But this is an industry where WWE lost Austin, Brock, Rock, essentially Sean. So all these people like in the same damn year. Right. And you know what they did? They fucking, sur- they marched on. Right. Soldiered on. Right. Like, so I understand punk is your biggest draw. By far. Yeah. And yeah, you want money. You might want to get a dude that draws money. I feel you, bro. I get that. If he ain't trying to play ball, fuck him. I get the EVPs started the company. Mm-hmm. And respect to Kenny Megan to the side. You do not have a company without Cody, number one. Right. But the Bucks, and I say the Bucks particularly because this fan base started with the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. BTE started this company. Yeah. Right? Reseda, that that down there in PWG started this company. Right. This style that the Bucks wrestle started this company. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have it with them. They don't want to play ball? Fuck them. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Because you are hurting your company. And Tony likes to hoard wrestlers, right? Mm-hmm. So you got right now AEW has more wrestlers in totality than the main roster of WWE. Which right is now. crazy to it's think about. It's wild. But you're absolutely right. 100%. That's crazy to think about. In totality. Yeah. So, you got all these wrestlers got nothing to do. You're steady bringing in new people to get looks and possibly signing them just so you can get the little graphic out on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. People ain't being used. And you worried about these grown men having this kindergarten fight. Sit them down. Put your big on the table and say, I'm the boss. Work it out. Or you're gone. I will pay you. I will pay you handsomely. You'll get a wonderful severance package. I will never speak about you negatively on the show or in public. But you can no longer work here if you cannot get this together now because you're too important and this company's too important. And I will not let you take it down because they are taking it down if you are forced to split your rosters just because of two people can't get along or mm-hmm. four people can't get along. Yeah. It's disgusting and it's horrible and it's taking away all the good stuff they're doing because they might sell 60,000, in Wembley. Then I get 90. Oh, hell I'm yeah. sorry. But the fact they got 43 is the biggest success ever. Yeah. Anything else now is found money. Nobody's going to care if they're not even involved. If Wembley happens and, this, and the Wembley match is not CM Punk, Dash Wilder, and Cash. Cash Wilder and, da- and Dax uh, Hardwood. Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler, yeah. Versus Matt, Nick, and Kenny. If that's not the match, you have failed. And I'm, I don't trust Tony enough to believe he's going to pull it off because you said it yourself. He ain't got no balls. I totally agree with you. Now, if now if if if, if CM Punk's real name, was his last name was McMahon or Khan, <laughs> he talking all that <laughs> shit. I totally agree with you, but this is why you don't put talent in an executive position. I'm with because you, dog. even if he wanted to cut bait, now you got to worry about the legal team and lawsuits and things of that and wrongful termination suits and stuff like that. He flex, he liked to flex that he got more money than Vince, which 
in totality he does in the bank yeah. account, but not well, wrestling money. His daddy does. He, yeah, well, no, that's, that's important. His daddy does. But he ain't got more yeah. wrestling money because all of his money is tied into wrestling. Not all of the con money is tied into wrestling. And, Big difference. And this is also a reason, and I think something else that we're going to talk about here in a second. This is why professional wrestling was never bit to be this global you know, uh, yeah, uh, it's a carny, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a carny world. Yeah, yeah, it it wasn't meant to be in this corporate world because it doesn't operate with the same you rules. You can't have a proper HR department. No, yes. at all. Agreed, agreed. And that's the problem. And God bless Mega Mega Parik, who is the C the CLO, the Chief Legal she Officer. She's finest cat here. She too. Have you seen is her? fine as hell. Yeah. Yes, but she's also very good at her job because we talk about people's accomplishments on the show. Oh, of course we do, and that's another reason that makes her fine. Not only is she fine, but she got power. That makes her fine, too. Like, men can be groupies, too. <laughs> I do want to shout out her because she is doing the best she can given the situation. Given, And yes. Daniels, too, who's playing with be children. over talent. talent. Oh, Christopher Daniels. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Christopher yeah. Daniels. What's up with his eye? Have you seen his eye lately? No, I haven't. Bro, that shit looks... Did he get I... popped in and it just never went back? Yeah, basically, yeah. And, on the Stuart Scott tip? No, it's worse than Stuart Scott. This shit is like fucking, uh, you remember, did you ever see the Method Man Bring the Pain video where yeah. he had those weird contacts? That's what one of his eyes looks like. It's just Aww. all fucked up and it, it's like perpetual, not even like the Method Man thing. It's like perpetually just red in there. And apparently he oh, can yeah, see out see of that. it. Yeah, no, we had, yeah. had a beat down in one match. Yeah. And never healed. And apparently it's good. Like he can see yeah. out of it. It just looks horrible. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. don't remember that. That's been a minute ago. Yeah, but it just looks bad. Yeah. But no, but yeah, that's the bottom line, man. Tony, Pretty Tony got to grow some balls at some point in time, man, because this is just Dixie Carter 2.0 at this point in time. This ain't even Eric Bischoff, because Eric Bischoff, he wasn't a wrestling guy, but he at least understood television. Eric Bischoff had balls, because remember, Eric Bischoff's the guy that fired Austin yeah. through a, through a, through a yeah. fax. Eric Bischoff was the guy that, that like basically told Ric Flair you can't be Ric Flair. Yeah. Like, Eric Bischoff really, like... Yeah. Had the balls to say to tell people stuff they didn't want to do. Yeah. And that's why all these old heads may hate him, but they respect but him. But you gotta respect yeah. him. Yeah. He might not have known the wrestling business, but he did have balls, as you alluded to, yeah. and he understood television. And we need to give him was good television. And give him a lot more credit because he worked for Greg Gagne. Yeah. For Vern Gagne, I'm sorry. Vern, yeah. Yeah. So I mean Greg was over it by this time, but he worked for the Gagnas in the AWA. So yeah. like he ain't just some dude that walked off the street. No. Um, no, but please finish your point because I, it, I don't, I'm so disappointed because, and I'm not trying to say that WWE's backstage situation is much better because oh, we talked about the, yeah. we talked about the lawsuit and Vince's is or isn't or whatever is involved, but it's disappointing because AW is supposed to be the antithesis mm-hmm. and AW has the ability to do whatever they want because WWE has these 20, 30, 40, 50 year Habits and 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 and, for lack of a better term, emotional, societal, company shackles that they're trying to break. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. AW didn't have that. They started brand new and could they can could have and still can do whatever they want. Yeah. Right? Like one of the, my, my initial problems with AW is when Cody and Brandy was running their mouth too much, <laughs> and they hit that whole well, we're gonna have equal pay for everybody. Yeah. That was a fucking lie. Yeah. And they came out and said, we didn't mean that. They're tiered, and that was yeah. bullshit. And yeah. then the tier one for women ain't the tier one for men. Yeah. So that was that was a lie. 
They came out and tried to say, well, everybody got health care. That was a lie. Yeah. Only the wrestlers who have an office job have health care. And so, to be fair, that's a lie. That is, that's a lot more. Shed, you shouldn't have said nothing, but yeah, yes. like I get it. Because they got a lot of wrestlers in, who have dual roles. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah like, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. so you would have said that. Yeah. Nobody had no qualms. Yeah. But you made me th- you made it think that like Action Andretti and Lee Johnson yeah. are out here with with full benefits. Yeah. And respect to those guys because they're awesome. They don't have it. Yeah. And so you led us to believe th- that's my initial thing because you could have been different. And again, I brought up the whole Tony got money thing because he likes to flex it every chance he gets. Mm-hmm. Well, I got more money than they do. I could do what I want. No, the fuck you can't because if you could, you would. If you had all the money you want, you'd be paying everybody a fair... You, they're paying good money. I'm not trying to say they're not. Oh, of course they but, are. But you promised equal pay, you'd give equal pay. You promised um, equal time. Sure, ain't got no damn equal time. Because women get 20 minutes, if that. Right? On the show. Two-hour show. And then everybody would have health care. And then you'd have a proper HR department so you wouldn't have to have these problems. And you say, you're right, he's overstretched. They just hired the homie Will Washington from Grapsity Podcast with Fightful to be the administrative coordinator or something of the, the, the likes to help bridge the gap between all the departments and kind of be, I don't want to say the de facto second, but like he's supposed to be one of the, the particular jobs he has that uh, Sean Ross Sapp put in the report was that he's supposed to make sure everything makes sense from a storyline perspective. Mm-hmm. Things that slip through the cracks. Right. Which is good. Yes. But yeah. you have a company that employs all these amazing legends, all these amazing people who work back. Jerry Lynn works backstage for your company. Arn Anderson works backstage for your company. Tully just left, but Tully Blanchard was there for two years, three years, mm-hmm. right? Dave Malenko's your head coach or whatever they call him, mm-hmm. Billy Gunn. Of all the people that have done all this in the business, right? Si- mm-hmm. Isn't Simon Diamond there? Pat Kenny? Yeah. Jim I- Ross, and I know he's a crotchety old yeah. Falker, but this Mellon Farmer was the head of talent relations for the biggest Yeah, for the biggest company in the industry. And he yes. signed guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Mick Foley, Kane. Like he signed these guys. Yep. If if it was me and I get it because he's an old crotchety melon farmer, so you, he probably isn't going to sell you everything you want to hear. And even if yeah. he does, he's not going to say it in a way that you want to hear it. But if it was me, he would be my shadow. He would be my consigliere. Shout out to my actual consigliere, Dave Ungar. But Jim <laughs> Ross would be my consigliere. He would follow me. If I'm I got to go take a shit in the bathroom, Jim is going to be right on, outside the door waiting for me. Straight up on my hip. I completely yeah. agree. But I, I understand agree. he's an old crotchety melon farmer, and he's not going to tell you everything you want to hear, and that's why you put Tony Schiavone, with all due respect to Tony Schiavone, but that's why you put him in a position like that or give him more power backstage yeah. because yeah. he's going to talk nicer to you because yeah. he's just happy to be getting a paycheck. Yeah, and plus, Jim's had so many medical issues and so many personal issues. I don't think he's a, he's prepared to do those to have that role at this well, time. In his well, life. no, he doesn't have to be like the head of talent relations. No, I, I know what you mean, but he's just, my he, my guy. Like, just come with me. Just everywhere I go, you go, I, and I then agree. we talk. I agree. I just don't. I don't know if if giving him any responsibility other than calling the show is good right now. Well, that's well, call him calling the show ain't good right now. We so. agree a thousand percent. <laughs> you know, 
100%. So you got to, you know, you, you got to take advantage of him while you have him because you have him. Speaking of taking advantage, now this is the roster problem. This is 1,000% the roster problem. Mm-hmm. We mentioned all these great people who are coaches and resources backstage. Mm-hmm. You know who else is doing it, currently doing it right now? Daniel Bryant, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley. Right. Right? And they've both talked, especially when Regal was still there, another guy who was there for a minute that nobody came and wanted to work with yeah. other than Willa Yuta and Lee Moriarty. Which is crazy. Wild. Which is crazy. Um, yeah. But um, Moxley and... But that's a, that's a young person thing, though. And you, you, know you, what I you mean? took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Because, can I get on my high horse? Please do. Um... You used to say I didn't like AW for thoughts like this, but I think hopefully things have evolved and you see that I care about it makes you get on my fucking nerves. And this is one of the reasons why they get on my fucking nerves. I'm not going to sit here and be the old man with, who's yelling at the cloud with the yeah. young people don't. I'm not yeah, going to be that I've, I've already occupied that spot. So Thank you. you. Have to worry so about I don't it. have to do that because yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm venturing in that I'm there. But my issue with AW and particularly the younger wrestlers in the organization mm-hmm. is that before AEW existed mm-hmm. to get on reg- to get on mainstream television whether it be in WWE whether it be a WCW before that or ECW mm-hmm. or even the smaller companies like Impact or even Ring of Honor before that to, to get on these to get prime real estate and to, to get time to get over on these in these companies on the major television, right? You had to work really hard. You had to grind. You had to sacrifice. You had to get to a certain level of your career before you could get looked at to get a shot. Mm-hmm. Some people didn't get shots today for thirty, forty, right? Yeah. yeah. Now I'm not saying it's right, but the positive of that is they were prepared for that spot when mm-hmm. they got it. Right. That's part of the whole purpose of developmental to make right. sure you're prepared for that spot. Not just from a, a, a physical where the camera is and stuff, a, a production standpoint, but from a personal standpoint. Shinsuke went to NXT for the sole purpose of getting used to living in America. Right. They didn't want him to go to NXT. I, I, he chose that. He chose to go to NXT. Station to station. Yes. Finn Balor chose to go to NXT. America. <laughs> Thank you. Hand, hand. The crawl, oh, let me stop them. Go ahead. <laughs> Straight up, though. Shout out to James Brown. Um... What AEW has done has killed that process. And so now they've taken people who were hot but hadn't paid dues and were only hot for a couple years. And I'll throw one person out in particular because he, he, he pisses me off so much. Sammy Guevara. Oh, my God. And you have these guys who are so fucking talented and deserving of having their spot but didn't have to earn it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so they're given this time, and they're given this opportunity, and given the, op- given the, the opportunity to make two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars, not working house shows, right? There's mm-hmm. no performance in it, so they don't have to show up to work and train. They, they don't tour, so they just show up to the, they fly in Tuesday night, work Wednesday, and go do whatever they want, right? Right. Making all this money now on television. And you get this air of jadedness and arrogance. I'm going to throw another person out there who's one of my favorite people in the world. Hangman Page. Right. Hangman Page came out oh, okay. and talked about yeah. how he lost I, don't need to, I don't need to listen to what he, anybody he, says he because I got here doing what I did. Yeah. That's good. 
No, bro, you should always be willing to listen to somebody else. You ain't got to do it. But these people have been where you are mm-hmm. and where you're trying to go. The worst you could do is listen to some advice. If you don't want to do it, that's your right. Yeah. But at least give them the respect of listening to them. And to just poo-poo it and say, I don't need it, is just, it shows such a, a major lack of awareness. And I fear of that because so much of this roster has that, which brings me back to the whole point about uh, Brian and Moxley. Because they, they openly talk about how they have workouts in the ring at certain times. Mm-hmm. You want to show up and come? You can show up and come. I'm not going to ask you. You got to just come if you want to. And Regal used to do that. He started that and they kept going. Mm-hmm. And like most of the time it's just Brian Wheeler. Lee Moriarty will show up every night. But it's very few people. What are you doing? Do you want to get better? Do you care about this business? Do you care about this check? Well, as much as I love what Vince McMahon created, that's kind of the downside to getting rid of the territory. You think so? Yeah. Because every territory is different. And certain things are going to get over in one market and certain things aren't going to get over in one market. But you benefit from traveling around and getting to play against different crowds and seeing what gets over with different crowds and what doesn't. Because this thing, man, this industry, man, like the bottom line is, man, you only get better doing this by doing this. And now you got these guys coming from the indies. They might have made a name for themselves on social media or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. And they got a little buzz. And now they're making more money than they ever have. Like, most of these mellow farmers are making six figures. Some of them are making seven figures. But most of the, like, the talent that you're talking about, they're making six figures. Yeah. As far as they're concerned... I'm good. I'm on. So I have no reason why should I listen to veterans or why should I try to improve my craft where look where I am doing it the way I did it. And now I'm here making more money than I've ever made. You're absolutely right. And it bothers me. But I think you mentioned the territories. We have the territory system. The Indies are the territory system now. It's not as pronounced as it was. Yeah, but look what the Indies are doing. These Melon, I, I almost said the N-word. These melon farmers are setting themselves on fire and jumping off of mall porches well, and there are, all type of ill there shit. There are absolutely. And sticking tampons down their throats and whatnot. You know, like. Shout out to Gigi Dolan, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for that last one. There are, there, there are some, a, a lot of things that's too much, right? Like, I'm a big GCW fan, but even I acknowledge that some of the stuff they do can go a little too far. Yeah. But I also think that some of the stuff that they do is some of the most captivating stuff possible. But that's that's another conversation. Fair, but it, it doesn't work when everybody is doing the same no, stuff. Right, like right. You but, can't stand but, out. You can't get over. And I think like we're getting too far away from the script of what this thing called professional wrestling was. So I agree with that. But when I talk about the territories and the indies, GCW is mm-hmm. one indie. Yeah. There's not a lot of GCWs out there. But they're all like that. Like, no, they no, all no, do no. 8,000 flips. Like, I, no, no, no. I'm, yes, 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 yes. That yeah, much, yes. That much, yes. That, yeah. But that's because there's no trainers anymore. Right? I mm-hmm. mean, and the respect to these guys, because I know a lot. I worked with Booker T at Round yeah. of Wrestling. Yeah. I didn't get paid. I didn't have a job with them, but I volunteered and helped. And yeah. I was going to sign up to wrestle there. So, like, you know, stuff like that. I don't mean that. What I mean is that, like, understandably, Booker can't be, can't be there every night. Right. Like Rollins and the Black and Brave Academy. Rollins can't be there every night. So, right. like, the guy, the main trainer for, for Rally of Wrestling is a, a dude who, uh, his name is Gino Medino. Mm-hmm. He, he, Gino Medino? Gino Shut- Medina. 
Oh, Medina. I, yes. I apologize. Shout out to Gino Medina. He <laughs> need to just turn that A to an O because that flows better. Well, no, it's like, Gino's uh, actually a second generation wrestler. Like his dad uh, is like one of the biggest luchadors out. That's there. like Hebrews yeah. the Negroes or Hebrews the Negroes. Like it just sounds like it's your rhyme. Gino's actually one of the yeah. dopest wrestlers you'll ever see. He's fantastic. He really? wrestles. Fair he wrestles for um, no shade, uh, MLW. man. I'm, yeah, no, 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 sure, yeah, no yeah. shade. I'm just talking shit, man. Yeah, we just joking. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not personal. No, Gino's man. dope. Yeah, Gino's dope. Gino wrestles for MLW. Um... But Gino is probably like twenty seven. Mm, yeah. He's a main trainer now. Yeah. So, so no diss to that because he's really good. But you have the trainers are getting younger and younger and younger. Right. And a lot of these companies, the guys get trained there and then wrestle there for three or four years and then they start mm. training themselves. Right. Like I'm in IT. I've been in IT ten years. And there's still stuff I can't train people on. Right. Even though I know it. Because I ain't done it long enough, right? Yeah. So that's part of it. But the biggest issue with, because there is a territory system of, of sorts, because there are your big indies in your certain areas that you need to go to, you got to make your name at, or you had to right. before AW. But what AW came in and did was they tried to be the quote-unquote, using the black, I'm using the white quotation marks with my fingers, <laughs> the quote-unquote hip company. Right. So we're going to hire the hottest indie guys. Yeah. Right? Orange Cassidy and these people, right? Yeah. Who are, now Orange Cassidy's an older dude, so like he gets it. But the gimmick yeah. is. It ain't indie, for everybody. It's not for everybody. It ain't for everybody. But the dude, I trust him as a person. Right. Right? Um, but you, these guys, right? Mm-hmm. So they skipped the line because they were worried about connecting with the internet fan and, right. the, and the diehard yeah. fan. And I can't say it's hurt the company because they're still making money, they're still doing well. But it's hurting backstage because you don't have a, a roster of people who are fighting for the same goal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, one yeah. thing you could say about those old Heyman ECW companies is there may not have been a lot of actual talent back there. Right. But they all fought for the same thing. Yeah. They all had the same goal when they walked in the building and when they walked out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you say that about AEW right now? Which, I don't know. Well, it, it's what it brings us back to how we initially started this conversation because mm-hmm. there's a cap to that. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what the cap is. The mm-hmm. cap is about 800, 900,000 people watching your show mm-hmm. weekly. But then you bring in a guy like CM Punk and you got over that a million. Yeah. You got over that 1. million. 1.1, 1. 1. yeah. And, and he, he drew a million dollar gate when he came back and this and that. And yeah. Which yeah. comes back yeah. to what I say. Like, pretty Tony, you got to put your big boy pants on, man, and get these people to cooperate. And if they can't cooperate, like you said... You got to get rid of them. So, like point blank, period. If you were if you were given the choice, we have to move forward, but we can only keep Punk. We're gonna keep the EVPs. Punk all day. Without over the question. EVPs. Over the EVPs. You saw what they do. And shout out to uh, Brandon Thurston at WrestleNomics because he breaks down the you know the Fantastic. segment by segment. I, me and Brandon have personal issues because Brandon has a, an ability to sneak some bias into his work. Well, but in course. terms of his, they, in terms of sheer work, it's, it's one the, of the best dudes on the internet. It's the wrestling industry, man. Everybody sneaks biased. Yeah, into their I'm work. disappointed you know though I mean? because if if he would really give his work unbiased, I think he'd be, I think he'd be the greatest thing in wrestling right now. But he breaks down. But you understand what I'm saying? Amazing. He does the, the breakdown. Amazing. Break Brandon down. is amazing. And yes. you see when the EVPs are on the screen. People tune out. Like, people don't want to see that shit. Not to the same level as ACM Punk, a guy that's been a proven draw in this industry. Well, so we also have to acknowledge that a lot of the Punk 
gravitas mm-hmm. is he was gone forever. Fair. And that'll wear off eventually. Fair. And the EVPs, particularly the Bucks, mm-hmm. not Kenny, mm-hmm. particularly the Bucks, will not change. If they ever, I'm I'm way going on a tangent, but this is my, this is my fear about Bianca. Okay. If you don't evolve mm-hmm. in some form or fashion, yeah, they're gonna turn on you. Yeah. And turn on you don't mean start booing you. Turn on you means they might just not care. Yeah. Law of diminishing returns. One hundred percent. And yeah. the Bucks. And we've seen that with them. Right. And the Bucks, for all of their dickishness, mm-hmm. or for all of their proclivities, like that word? I, I do. That's, Thank you. I do. Touche. When they care, are amazing in the ring. And will give you great, great in-ring content. But they don't draw. They're not draws. I, There's a cap to their drawing potential. They are draws, but they haven't shown to be draws in the big company. Exactly. Because the Bucks are maybe the greatest indie draw ever. They're, okay, but there's a cap to that. Is what I'm saying. Like, I, and, and I agree with that. That but, is eight to nine hundred thousand people. There's they, a cap to that. Well, you, okay. So now we're talking views and not seats because they draw seats. They sell arenas. The Bucks sell arenas. Now that does not make me feel good to say that. <laughs> but they sell arenas. Yeah. Now views is a whole other thing because there is yeah. no. Rhyme or reason as to what draws and what doesn't. But we're, draws. we're, but I mean, we're saying the same thing. Sure, sure. Different. Like there's sure. a cap to what they can bring to you. One hundred percent. But yes. from a wrestling perspective, I think the show is the show hurts when you have someone of that. Even Moxley has changed. He's been there so little. Brian has changed. Like all these people yeah, in a bad way. Uh, you don't like what Moxley's doing. You do, and this smell of farmer's bleeding just on every no, random I, ass No, I Wednesday. hate that about him. But yeah. that, you, if you're going, yeah. to, if you're no. going to watch, and and now, and what does Danielson mean anymore? He doesn't mean anything. If you're going to watch and consume anything about John Mox, you have to accept that he is a sycophant and loves yeah. blood and gore and guts. Is, is, you just have is, to accept. Is, is that because he stopped drinking and he's got to get that high somewhere? So no, he that's who like he's he always been. If you watched him before, okay. he ever came okay. to fair. Yeah, he, fair. WWE was him. They, they made toned him cut it out. They had, yeah. they, they had toned it down. Well, yeah. And I, I see why they made yeah. him tone his style down because what the fuck? Moxley dude? famously had a match where he had a wrestler. Now, they, they gimmicked it. Mm-hmm. They had a wrestler um, hit him and, like, put a, a, a circular saw to his head. Oh, jeez. Now, it was gimmicked. So, yeah. like, he clearly wouldn't cut whatever. But, like, yeah. yeah Mox, that's just this is, what he does. He, he loves. Moxley goes and wrestles these indie ma- death matches. Just cause, and I bet you he's not even getting paid. But has, this is who he. This is just what he likes but to do. Has Brian Danielson meant any less since he became Brian Danielson? Like you know the 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 indie uh, darling. So, like so has he ever meant any less in the last what fifteen years? He has been booked. He was booked horribly until the BCC. I the, like the BBC. The, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> I I just did. The BBC. I'm not Shout out to the BBC. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah the British be, Broadcaster. It, yeah. it, it's going to be a six uh, person between them, uh, uh, um, uh, Kendra, uh, Spade, and uh, uh, who's the one that looks like Triple H? What's her name? I'm not going to respond. You, you know who I'm talking about. I though. can Sarah, Sarah something. Sarah and Thank you. And Lisa Ann. It's going to be a six person. You went and got the old school. The old. You went and got the 1990s show. <laughs> Get Jim Jameson and you got the four horsewomen. <laughs> oh, Kendra, she was banging John Cena like six years ago. That's not that old school, is it? 
Dog, they've been in the game like 20 years, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they hit they hit the LeBron level of... Oh, wow. Uh, it's like that? numbers, yeah. Oh, wow. 38,000. <laughs> oh, man. That was, I was wrong for that. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking I was saying, like, Jasmine Cashmere or nobody. I thought you know, I was being relevant. She came back out of retirement. Oh, she's back? And she Heather Brooke is Lord? back, too. Heather Brooke is back, too. Wait, 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 wait. You buried in the lead, so Jasmine Casimir left the Lord. She came back a couple years ago, yeah. Oh. Hey, money talks, big dog. <laughs> money talks. The only hey. one, there's a few that I've seen. I don't know how to talk to porn stars. <laughs> I, but one of the few American porn stars, because there's a lot of overseas that have, have retired or really retired. And, but, and they actually make good money or find careers yeah, after that 100%. as opposed to yeah but one of the few that I can I, that I know off the top of my head that retired and really meant that shit mm-hmm. Jada Fire mm. she really retired she doesn't do it anymore she out of stuff she's done done so what is she doing now she was modeling for a minute she was uh, you know Bad Girls Club those they go oh to she was club. on she was on there she's not on the show but oh, you know oh, how oh. they just go to clubs and make yeah. money and do the stuff like that. She was yeah. doing that for for a hot minute. Nice. I don't know what she's doing now, but I but from from what I have heard, mm-hmm. she found her a simp. Well, I mean, you know, it's not hard. No shade. No hey, shade. You know, with the rise of OnlyFans, now you don't have to. Go. Oh yeah. Now I don't know if yeah. she's doing that either, but you yeah. don't have to be in the business. You yeah. can just show some feet or something, and you. I mean, there got are, a house. There are a lot of parallels between the porn industry and the wrestling industry. I don't think a I'm, thousand. Yes. Yeah, I don't think. Shout I'm out, shout out to Rob Black at XPW. Did you, did you see <laughs> yeah, that on Dark Side yeah, of the Ring? Yeah, <laughs> they're just going in reverse, like back in the day in the wrestling industry. You know what I mean? Like they would play the TV, yeah. trying to get you out to the shows or yeah. to spend money to come see them or the pay per views. Yeah, well, that's what they're doing now, man. You go on the internet and you go to one of those sites and you see it for free in hopes that you buy the pay per view. The only fan. <laughs> Or you know when they do the house shows, you come out and see them. Like I mean, it's the same thing. How's it wrong? Yeah, it's the exact same thing. (laughs) Exact same thing. Hey man, hey Carney Bennis, bro. Yeah, exact same thing. And they got marks. I don't. They have that. Yeah, Yeah. but their marks spend a lot more money than wrestling marks. Yeah. 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 I don't even know what we were talking about before this. It clearly wasn't a pretty Tony got to get his shit together. That's the bottom line. I, That's yeah, the bottom line. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We were talking about Brian, but we can talk about that another time. Um, yeah, that's the final point. Get it together because there, there's too much positivity that's, that could, can, and will be happening and if, in the near future and for if that this, company. And if this shit doesn't work, man, this ain't going to happen again. Not in our lifetime. This big old company? Yeah. It's not going to happen well, again. Well, Freddie Prince already got a company coming that's going to be of decent size. Yeah, no, that's that's real. No, shout out to Freddie Prince because yeah, I listen to his podcast from time to time, and that's he, he seems like a really good dude, and he knows his shit. He's also Freddie. not a billionaire. No, he's not a billionaire, and he's also not going to get on major cable network television with his show. Bro, well, me, well, TV, me TV is not major cable. Ray. I was about to ask you what yeah. do you consider major cable. Yeah, yeah, CW is not major cable. Ray. Major, major cable is CW is basic is 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 broadcast. No, it is. It is. It's, it's the fifth and the five. But it's in the, it's in yeah. there, bro. It's the fifth and the five. But it's in there. You know, that ain't Aiden Kane. That's the uh, light-skinned dude. 
that wanted Eddie Kane out the group in the five heartbeats. And nobody even know. I don't even know his name. But it's in there, bro. I don't even know his name. Like, he ain't even choir boy. But it's, CW hey, ain't even choir boy. <laughs> Why you got to do Robert Townsend like that, bro? <laughs> no, he was oh, yeah. one of the majors. Robert, yeah, 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 Robert Townsend. Choir boy was um, the, the yeah, 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 the, the pre and a bit of preacher, yeah. Yeah. You made me go back and watch But the light-skinned dude, like, nobody even remember. I don't even remember his name. He was just there. He well, was the I fifth his, I know his real name because he's the Green Lantern. Yeah, Harry, Harry Lennox, yes. Yeah, that's, that's the name, right? Harry Lennox. Yeah, March yeah. Hunter, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but he was in that thing. Him. He was there, but, but barely. He doesn't, he's, but he's, they could have got he, any light skin he, guy. He is, first of yeah. all, you're not going to disrespect the channel that shows All American and All American Homecoming <laughs> and the house that your wife built. You're not going to do that, okay? <laughs> We're not for that. that. <laughs> you know? Um, but shout out to Freddie Prince, and I hope whatever he's yeah. trying to do works yeah. out well because it's, it's a great thing because not only do the wrestlers need somewhere to work, the cameramen, the referees, and everybody else. It's just the more companies we have that people are able to get jobs and, and keep their families fed. It's a it's a good thing for the industry. And here's an open secret. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give away the game. You don't need to be a billionaire to start a wrestling company. No, you don't. But it helps. You know, it helps. Yeah. Yes, because you want to yeah. skip the line and, and it, 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 it sucks because the people that know how to do this don't have the money. And the people that have the money don't know how to do this. Or don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is which is why if you're Cody, if you're Kenny, if you're Matt and Nick, you gotta find a money mark. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. And and they to Tony's point, I didn't believe him for the longest, but I do believe now that he was gonna do something regardless. I believe that. Well, yeah, it, for the longest I, I did because you know, yeah. Tony talks a lot of shit. Of course. But I believe But that. I believe it now. Yeah. But the perfect Synergy. It was a perfect score. of yeah. their contracts being up. Yes, all in happening a few months people before. People being frustrated with the WWE product, like it was. It was a New perfect Japan score. not keeping their people. But that's what I'm saying, yeah. man. That's why I want this to work because this shit ain't gonna happen again. It, all those factors aren't going to converge there's, there's at the same point. time. That's a very good. Point. Yeah, that's why I want this to work. That's a very good point. But also something you said. I don't. God, this could be another fucking 35 minutes. We're not talking about this. <laughs> uh. I want to have a conversation one day about the use of the word star in wrestling. Because, like, I'll hear AEW fans say, see, such such is a star. Mm -hmm. Bruh, if anybody saw Orange Cassidy anywhere ever, they'd be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And I mean, no diss, because Orange Cassidy is really good. Yeah. But then you see someone like Bianca Belair, who got a fucking uh, reality show coming on actual television. Right. Who is on every mainstream show. Who's on on the Today Show on the on the this on the that all, everywhere? She's not a star though. Yeah, we need to do this again because I have a problem with that word not just in wrestling but just in sports in general. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. So yeah, we yeah we need to have that conversation one day. That. Yes. Speaking of stars, I want to talk a little sports before we get out of here. Um, let's try to do some quick hits real fast. We're watching the playoffs right now. Uh, as we speak, the the Warriors and the um, Lakers are playing game two. Who you got in the finals? Oh my God, uh, that's tough. You know, I'm I, I'm I'm gonna say L.A. and Philly. L.A. and Philly. L.A. and Philly. Was Embiid the right call for MVP? No, but he should have won it last year. So it's kind of like they have makeup calls during the game. I think yeah. this was a makeup call for the MVP. Cause so who should won it last year? Uh, Embiid should have won it last year. I'm, I'm sorry, this year. Who should have won it this year? Jokic. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I got, I, 
I'm not an MB believer. I think he's fantastic, but I'm not a believer in him. I think it's telling that he comes back from injury mm-hmm. uh, and off winning the MVP and, that, and his team loses by 30. I think that's telling. Yeah, but, uh, okay, fair enough. I think that, and, and but I think he's a great they player. also won without him in game one. They did what they had to do. I they stole the game in Boston. I think that's telling. But that's, a, that's more an indictment on Boston than anything Philly has going on. I mean, maybe, yeah, but they're also being coached by a rookie, so he don't know what he's doing yet. I think he's a good <laughs> coach, but he really don't know what he's doing in this in this regard. You think that's a coaching thing? In, in Boston? Yeah. 1,000%. One, 1, really? Yes. 1,000%. They, they had the same problems last year in the finals. Like, this team, like, they're, they're two stars, Brown and Tatum. Yeah. They have to work too hard to score. They, I, they, they don't get easy shots. I agree, but listen to what you just said. In the finals, mm-hmm. we're talking about the, sec- the first game of round two. Like Fair. they have six Fair. games in the finals of the height. You know what I'm talking about? Fair. Like, but we're also a, a Jimmy Th- Butler missed three away from breaking up that whole team and going in another direction last year. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, man, I'm I'm glad home is getting getting the right amount of love because he is fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if they made the finals quite frankly, because I had wrote them off, and now I'm thinking they saw something that they could exploit in that Milwaukee matchup, and they threw that game in the playoff, in, in the play-in, rather, versus Atlanta. I mean, you know, the more you say that, I, and I wouldn't put that past the Pat Riley team, Yeah, but they're going to have to get more scoring with Tyler Hero out, because Jimmy can't drop 35-40 a night. See, he can't do it. See, I feel like the team works better without Tyler because they with, they, they may play better. Yeah, but Tyler's one of the only guys on the team that can get his own shot. Fair, like you. But I feel like you have to you got to acquiesce to Tyler in a certain degree because sure. you got to see if he can get hot. Sure, with him being out, like you put the ball in your two best player hands, which are um, uh, Adebayo and Jimmy buckets. I don't I don't love Bam, but do you really trust Adebayo to be a twenty point per game scorer? In the in the in the East Finals or the, or the or the Finals Finals, I trust the Heat culture, and I trust Jimmy Buckets to win me at least two games, and then we can figure it out from there. Well, look, if you would have asked me three years ago, who the fuck Max Max Strews or Gabe Vincent was? <laughs> Gabe Vincent out here pulling up, you know, from from twenty five in OT or in at the end of regulation. Versus the top seed. So, what the hell is that? Hey, man, you got a point there, but I, I just don't think they have enough offense. Unless they play my boy. Play Duncan Robinson. So, please. So I you, love Duncan Robinson. So, you don't think they're going to beat the Knicks? Because I, I, I think they're going to beat the Knicks in six and be in the, in the conference fight. Here's my thing. And I hate to be Charles Barkley and say something very simple, but make it sound profound. Well, that's terrible. The tar- terrible. Terrible, Ernie. Kobe Co- 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 Bryant. <laughs> If Julius Randle can just be consistent, the Knicks should win the series. Julius doesn't fit that team anymore. He's out I of agree. I completely agree. But as constituted, they mm-hmm. need 20 and 10 from him. Yeah. And if he can give you 20 and 10, they should win fine. Well, the problem with him giving you 20 and 10 is that he brings everything else to a slog and the offense doesn't flow. Yeah, but that's how Miami wants to play. They like those slog games. Yeah. So that may work for them. And they're not going to be able to end them being the Knicks pronouns, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not going to be able to bully the Heat like they bullied. The no, Cavs. but they don't have the, but they don't have the. Well, but they're bigger. Who you talking about the Heat? Or the Knicks about the are Knicks? bigger. Yeah, but they're not going to bully. The Cavs were bigger. They were just skinny. But the Cavs don't have, and I mean no disrespect. No disrespect the, them. No, no, like, no. Because we saw, we saw the series. But, no, the, the Cavs. I mean, those, the Cavs are very good. 
But Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, who I love, mm-hmm. are not offensive threats. And that there was a that how JB is winning this amount of games with literally twelve to sixteen points combined from his starting bigs is oh. amazing. No, Jared averaged 14, uh, um, uh, Mobley averaged 17, in 18. In the regular season. Yeah. They were just, they were too small, man. They're too skinny. They, they're they like my size. They got bullied versus the Knicks. And the Cavs have no bench, and then you got two little guards. Like, that's just a recipe for disaster. I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but then let's look at what the Heat and the Knicks are doing now. Right. Because Bam, for as talented as he is, is mm-hmm. 6'9". Fair. Mr. Robinson, 7'1". Fair. Right. Yeah. So but you're not gonna. But can we both agree you're not gonna bully the Heat the way that you bullied the Cavs? No, because it's not a physical thing. It's a it's a mindset. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Like a, a a six foot eight person can walk up to a five foot three person and not bully him because the five foot three person no, well, could have could no, have that dog was, in him. There was nothing that the Cavs could do versus Randall. But and it's Robinson. a mindset. And Ra- Randall didn't play well, but he's still bigger. He's physically stronger but, than those guys. Sure, but the Cavs like, also want a tough team. That's, we're they're, saying the same they're, thing. they're a defensive and a talented team, they're the but they're thing. not a tough team. Like, 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 what I mean is, well, what is what if, I'm saying? I'm yeah. taller than you, yeah. but if you elbow me in my stomach, there's sure. not a whole lot about it I can do. 100%. You understand? Yeah, 100%. not a whole lot I can do about that. I completely agree. Yeah, and at least, at least, I'd like to hope that if 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 I could, if I could bully you and intimidate you, at least I'd hope that you got enough offensive game to at least get a bucket on me. Fair. Mobley Fair. and Jared don't have that Fair. either. Fair. Fair. But Julius can go get you 20 and 10 in a heartbeat. Yeah. He can also get you 6 and 5. So you got the Knicks in this series. I think, especially with Jimmy twicking his, 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 his ankle, mm-hmm. I think the Knicks will win the battle of attrition. Okay. Especially with R.J. Barrett remembering that he knows how to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, he's been great in the postseason. Now he has, but yeah. he, he struggled in the first series for a little bit. And then all of a sudden he's like... I went to Duke, and then, and then he I started balling again. Literally the top Wait player in the country. And shout out to Josh Hart, who may be winning like best role player in the in the league right now. Well, on the quiet, on the lowest of keys, Josh Hart. That and the physical nature of that series is the reason that they beat the Cavs. I agree completely. Yeah, I agree completely. And Jalen Brunson is continuing to show motherfuckers that they were wrong. So I don't know if he can do. Jalen Brunson feels a lot like Fred Van Fleet to me. Fred yeah, I'm not, I'm, had yeah, I'm not taking that Jalen Brunson L yet because we talked about this with Tunney on our yeah. podcast, and I was lukewarm about Jalen. Well, let him have his year, though. He's balling. Let him have his year. He's balling. Yeah, he, he earned but it But there's, there's only so far you could go with him Agreed. as your best player. I agree. That's I agree all completely. I'm saying. That's all I, I was completely. saying. I never said he couldn't play. But it doesn't matter because whoever wins this is losing to Boston or Philly. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, Philly in um, six or seven. My sons have no chance, huh? No. Okay. They don't. Don't we talk about it no more. They don't. Uh, I, I, they won't talk hopefully about it no more. they win tonight, but yeah, that's it. Uh, how do you feel about the Brownies draft? Say that again. How do you feel about the draft for the, for the Brownies? What draft, man? They didn't pick till like 945 on Friday, and the draft started on Thursday. Well, how do you feel about the Brownies after the draft, the roster? We'll see. They well, got, got Deshaun's help. They got a couple receivers. They did. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not here for Stefanski. Like I don't know yet. Stefanski's a good OC. He's a good OC, but he's the head coach. That's the but problem. he's calling the plays, isn't he? He is calling the plays. And y'all got 
Amari, you got Peoples Jones, mm-hmm. you got Njoku still there? Yeah, Njoku's still there. And Njoku, they got, um, whatever, whatever who's the brother from the Jets that they just got too? Um, I can't remember his name. They got a receipt from the Jets. Oh, not, not Wilson, relax. No, he ain't going away. Yeah, he ain't going away. And not let him go nowhere. Aaron you know? just got all that money. He ain't going yeah, away. Yeah, yeah but Speaking they got that, a guy from what the do you Jets. Think, but, how do you think the Jets are going to play with Aaron Rodgers? I think they're I think they're a serious contender. Do you think they're the class of the East now, or do you think it's still Buffalo? Or do you think... Miami with a full healthy year of Tua. This is the problem with Buffalo. Like, I love Tua, but I don't even know if he should be playing football anymore. Well, I agree but with that. This is the problem with Buffalo. They're a cold weather, weather team, but they're the way that that team is constructed. They're, they're a dome team. They're yeah, a dome they're team. a dome team. Yeah, yeah. They're a dome team playing yeah. outside. Yeah. yeah. So when it gets cold outside, they're going to struggle. Which is why I don't understand with respect to they got a new ownership team, so good for them. Um, with respect to the fan base and the history of football in Buffalo, I get it. Tough town, mm-hmm. blue collar, we play football. If you really want this team to be successful for the next 20, 30 years, in that market. Build a dome. Build a dome. Yeah. And I would, I would put it right on the edge of Toronto. Yeah. yeah. And let it be the Buffalo yeah. Bills. But, I, but you know we're going to get this money. Now, I'll be scared if they sign Kareem Hunt. Because- if you're a free agent? Yeah, I don't think he's coming back with Cleveland. He well, wants he wants to money. start. Yeah, yeah, he wants starter money. Yeah, like, but there's a lot of starting level running backs that's right now in Buffalo. Singletary, Cook. Yeah, Some but other people, the I Kareem wouldn't... Hunt is a Swiss Army knife, man. He can literally do everything. I agree for too, you. but how and much? He's you... a guy in in you know in the cold weather that you could just hand the ball and he can be a bruising back as well. I agree, almost. But I'm, what I'm saying is, how much money are you going to allocate to that position? Fair. Nobody pays running backs anymore, so that's Here, fair. Here's a a, a a shout that may work for Kareem. If the Titans are really trading King Henry. Who said that? Seriously? Yeah, they are. They, that's yeah. on the table? Yeah. Really? Straight up. Wow. If they really try to trade King Henry, Kareem Hunt as, just, as a running back for the for the Titans ain't a bad look. No, it's not. It's it's not. But I didn't even know that Henry was on the uh, trading block. Yeah. Um, did you pay attention to the draft? A little bit. Did you have a pick that you liked, like a sneak, like a sneaky pick that stuck out to you that you think is going to hit? I um two. So I lo- I love B. G. Robinson. Did I say is that his last name? The running back. His name Texas? was Robinson, but his first name you didn't say Bijan. Whatever the fuck, man. I, it, it's it, Bijou, it's not Bijou, you Bijou, if you if you not if you say Bijou. it right. This is not you. Yes. Yeah, I, I like him with Atlanta, man. We talked about that yeah. that night. Yeah. Yeah, because they're gonna run the ball. They've got Pitts at tight end. Like they've got some things that they, they can do offensively. Cordero though. <sighs> Cordero's resurgence has helped because he's primarily yeah. sort of running back. But that's my point, though. They've got some weapons they can play with and do some interesting things you, on offense. Do you think you can take Bajan and put him mm-hmm. out wide? 10, 15 times a game. No, but you can do that with Patterson. You can, but I don't think that's his best. It's position. not, but they've got some weapons that yeah. they can play with to make things uncomfortable for defense. Better question, is Desmond Ritter the guy to be to, to do it, to be doing this and spreading the ball around? That's a better question because I was going into it thinking Mariota was going to be the quarterback. You trust Mariota to do that too? I trust him to be able to do some creative things and kind of throw some people off offensively, especially in that weak division that they're in. It was some creative things running around the lot, behind yeah. the line of scrimmage, running from, to not try to get sacked. <laughs> yeah, but but look and at that. And then he'll throw it for three yards or yeah, okay, but throw who, it out of bounds. Who you scared of in that division, man? Tampa Bay is a dumpster fire and they're rebuilding. Carolina's a year away. New Orleans. I eh? think Carolina. 
could really surprise some people. Because I think Bryce is a lot. I mean, I think Bryce is a lot more ready, uh, just ready right now than you think. Well, he got they got Caldwell too on that staff in some capacity. They so got, they have such yeah. great yeah. minds. Yeah. And, and I I think they can surprise, but New Orleans got a team that's ready to compete if they just had a quarterback. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was hurt. But is he even going to try to start this year? Or is it still no, they they signed somebody. Um, I can't remember. They got car. They have car now. Oh yeah, then that's then that's yeah. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's a 11, 12 game. Yeah, you're way higher on car than I am. But um, but also, I, you don't, man, you give me six months to warm up, and I can lead that team to eight <laughs> games. And the other guy is who's the brother from Georgia that that the Eagles got? Like that's not oh, Jalen Carter. That's not even fair. Yeah, yeah, that's not even fair. They're starting to call them the the uh, the the, e- the, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Bulldogs. Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you the one I like that I think is going to be a big deal in two years. Homie from Tennessee, Hendon Hooker to the Lions. Nice. I love that because, you know, towards ACL, yes. you give him a year to train, get healthy, mm-hmm. learn the offense, and then you give him that second year to get back in football shape and get whatever. And Jared Goff's contract should be up around that. Yeah. And uh, Jameson Williams, Amon St. Ra, uh, Jamal Williams, they traded DeAndre Swift, but they got some other pieces. Like, they have so much talent on that team. And Hendon Hooker can light that bitch up. I was hoping they were gonna get either them or Seattle was gonna get the the brother from Florida. What's it? Is it Richardson? The I like project? him. I like him, Anthony. I like I like, I like him in uh, in Indy. I like him in Indy because they're desperate. Yeah. So they're gonna give him every opportunity. Yeah, but he doesn't need to start this year, and I'm scared they're gonna play him this year. No, they got Gardner Minshew. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Gardner you is is um the Ryan Fitzpatrick tip of. I of thought so in. too until I saw him last year in Philly and he shit the bed. Not Philly. Um, yeah, he was in Philly last year. No, he, he was he, in he started a few games. No, he was in Philly last year and he Jalen started. Jalen Hurts hurt. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, hurt. Jalen Hurts missed a couple of games. Did he? Yeah, oh. and Gardner started and he kind of shit the bed Straight a little up. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I, I, don't, I don't like him enough to be my quarterback, but, but I like him. Yeah, but Richardson, like, he's got all the potential, but he needs to sit for at least a year. Speaking, yeah, I, I agree with that. Speaking of Seattle, Jack, uh, Jackson Smith and Bigba, along with I'm an uh, State Tyler guy, Lockett. So you, you already know. Yeah. Along with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Like, I don't know if Geno know what he got, bro. <laughs> Yo, that brother just got, um, who's the brother that, um, Got drafted second by the Texans. I, I can't remember his name. CJ Stroud. Yeah, he just got him paid. Like I'm not a I'm not a huge Stroud guy. I'm not gonna lie. He gives me uh, and no disrespect to the dead, but he gives me Dwayne Haskin vibes. Yeah, but that's the old state problem. Yeah, and I hate it. Yeah, cause I mean, cause I'm gonna tell you, old state guy, I loved. I swore by Cardell Jones was my guy. Yeah, I thought Cardell Jones yeah. was gonna be a 12 year starter. Cardell Jones is a 12-year starter for the XFL. <laughs> he could have been, though. But the problem is uh, he let Herb convince him to come back to school. So yeah, if he would have yeah. came out that year, he would have been a, a, a top draft pick. Yeah. And they would have put some money but behind him to develop him. But he wasn't ready. Yeah, but how did it work out for him? But, uh, you know, like, you know, I watch a lot of Ohio State football more than any other team for obvious reasons. Sure. And... He had a plethora of wide receivers to throw to these last couple of years. He plus, didn't read defenses. He just he no. Just, and just plus the up. the Ohio State offense, man. The the receivers they either they run option routes or they run go routes. So there wasn't a whole lot of thought that had to be That's put still into Ryan that. Day? Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. They ran option routes I mean, and go routes. And, and, I mean, he had Smith and Jigma. He had my man in uh, the, with the Jets now. And he had Marvin. he who shall not be named you know, Junior. <laughs> you, can, you can say the junior. Yeah, you don't junior. want to say the old man. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the yeah. That's a scare. Yeah. He reminds me of Julio Jones in Alabama. I can see that. Yeah, and that's terrifying because yeah. yeah. Julio in Alabama, Calvin in Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. and Larry Fitz in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. are maybe the best. And I mean. I'm old enough to remember him, but I wasn't paying attention that much. Talking about Moss or Peter no, Work. Peter Work. Yeah. Peter Work yeah. was giving boys yeah. work. Well, that, that's what I was about to say. That's the guy I was going to bring up was Yeah, Peter but Warwick. that's a little before my Look, time. Yeah. I saw yeah. highlights, but I didn't see it live. Yeah. I watched those other three guys yeah. live. You know what's crazy? That Florida State team, they had Randy Moss as a red shirt with Peter Work. And so yeah. Moss left there. Yeah, he got and into went to some Marshall. Shit. Oh, that's right. He that's got into some did. shit. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah right. they had him redshirting with Peter Ward. Was that the Wanky years? Yes, I think so. Yeah, dog. Yeah, that, that, that is one of the most disappointing careers in NFL. I know he's hurt. He didn't do anything wrong. He got hurt. Talking about Randy Peter Ward, Peter dog, because yeah. he was a mm-hmm. beast. And him and Chad yeah. together. Yeah, imagine they would have stayed together ten years. Yeah. Respect to TJ Husman Dada, but he would have—he wouldn't even mattered. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hurts my heart, bro. But yeah, those those are the best three receivers I ever saw live, uh, like in college: Julio, Calvin, and Larry Fitz. And Julio and Calvin just bigger and better. Yeah. Larry Fitz literally outworked you. Yeah. He ran a yeah. better route. Yeah. He hit a better spot. Yeah. He he. Jerry Rice level stuff, right? He ran yes. through every ball. He jumped and hit the apex of his jump at the right time. Yeah. He toe tapped. Like, Julio was just literally one, like, like dunking him off, right? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, but. But that's why I'm skeptical of my man that got drafted. Like, I'm glad he got his money. Shout out, old, you know, old state and all of that. Oh, but CJ? The, yeah, but the, the receiver core that he's been working with these last three years, man. Like, yeah, yeah. We could have thrown to them. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Straight up, um, I agree with you, and that's that's why I think initially he he dropped in some of the pre-draft talk. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of coded language with that too, though. Yeah, but you know what? I think we can say definitively that all that coded language doesn't fucking matter when the top three quarterbacks are black. That's fair. That's fair. And then I I don't know about and four Bryce, of the five. I don't know about Bryce. Like I'm a I'm a, I'm a snob when it, I'm an elitist when it comes to my quarterback. Man, I want I, him to I want him to at least be six two. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. But I think there are always exceptions to the rule. Of course. And we've had three. I think he's the third of three. But for every. Drew is for every the Drew, exception. And Russ, as for, much as I may not like the Drew, Drew. For every Russ, there's like 17 Baker Mayfields. I, Well, Baker's a starter, though. He's I mean, a starter. He's not a, he's not a, 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 a MVP or a Super Bowl yeah. quarterback. Yeah. He's a starter. He's a starter. If that's, that's if, if your bare. If your, your, seal, your floor mm-hmm. is. You can start for any team. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Eh, you know what I'm saying? But that's more an indictment on how we breed and, and, and you know, our quarterbacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? More that than may, anything that, else. That may be the case. But but I'll tell you this. Bryce is much more talented from an arm perspective and from a, and from a, a visual perspective Fair. than Baker ever was. I mean, he got called well there. So he's going to have every single yeah, opportunity yeah, 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 yeah. to be good yeah. and – I'm rooting for him. I'm not rooting against him. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm. I think I think he'll do well. And shout out to Hendon Hooker. I think he'll do well. I'm curious to see how Levis from Kentucky will do <laughs> in in Tennessee. 
Um, that Fitzpatrick got to be gone. Not Fitzpatrick. Uh, um, Tannehill. Um, uh, Tannehill. Got to be gone. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, you got to be yeah. gone. Because you just drafted Malik Willis, that's his name? Yeah, two years last ago. year. And he can't hit the broad side of a barn. No, that didn't work out well for anybody. He's a good, He, I think he has potential, but yeah. he was a, he's a project project. Yeah, yeah. he shouldn't have started. He yeah, but they he shouldn't have started this year. Tannehill was trash and hurt. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, yeah. They had no choice. Fair. Unless Vrabel was going to take pop in and be the starter. Shit, Vrabel should have went out there and took some stabs. Yeah. <laughs> we know he, we know he gets touchdowns. Yeah. We know he gets touchdowns. Um, uh, what what the Guardians doing right now? I don't know, man. I don't pay attention to uh, baseball until July. It, there's too many games. Okay, pay, yeah. pay, pay attention to hockey and the Blue Jackets. Thing? Not at all. I will say this about the Guardians: they seem to have the same problem they had last year. They can't score enough runs. Like you, you need some pop in your bats, especially in the postseason. But you need some pop historically, in your bats, historically, that team is always stout up the middle, stout behind the behind the backstop. Defensively, they're going to play well. Yeah, they cannot score more than four runs a game. No, you got you need it's more pop in your bats. Yeah, you, you got to you got to hit some home runs, man. Especially in the postseason. That's what happened last year versus the Yankees. What they is, were a better team. What does the the pen look like? How, what's your starters look like? I don't I don't know who starters are okay. They got this one one brother, man. His name is uh Tristan, not Tristan Thompson, Tristan McKenzie. He's okay. uh, they call him Sticks because he's like six four. A buck seventy five or something like that. Oh, real Brother. skinny looking dude, kind of like a Bronson, uh, a real skinny kind of. Yeah, dude. yeah. But he he's got, he's got you know ace level stuff. He's okay. just got to kind of figure it out. He just needs to figure it out because he's still he's young. Yeah, he's only like you know twenty five, twenty six. So he's okay. got to figure it out. But he's because you know that pitching staff. I mean, how many side youngs have come from that in the last ten years? You know. Yeah. Cooper yeah. one two. Um, That's right. Corey. Bieber one. Sabathia. Cliff Lee, like yeah, he's Cliff he's got Lee, the stuff. It back. Cliff, yeah. Lee, Cliff Lee didn't win in in. in he won a side young, yeah, yeah, but it, but the the year he won it was in Cleveland. I forgot, yeah, because Cliff Lee went immediately to the Yanks or was it the Sox? no? He went to um, the I think he went team. to Philly. It was Philly. I think he went to Philly. It was Philly. Yeah, yeah, because I know he took the he got the big money deal. Yeah, and it was never the same. Yeah, because the Guardians don't pay nobody. Corey Kluber, I forgot about him. Yeah, he boy, won two side Yanks. He's innings in eater, boy. Yeah. He going seven every every start. He's in Boston least. now, but they ruined him in that 2016 because they relied on him so much, and he hasn't been the same since then. Well, also, just because you can go seven, right, doesn't mean you should. Yeah, touche. It's okay to sit him at six. Yeah. It's touché. all right, bro. Yeah. You ain't got to throw out of it. Yeah, a start. but they still got Bieber. They got the McKenzie guy. Like, he's going to be – he's the next in line. He just got to kind of figure it out How and do you be feel? more consistent. But How do you feel you're going to do in the Central this year? They should – well, it's tough because the, the White Sox have more talent. Yeah. So they should win it, but Francona's the best manager in the game. So I, I won't bet against Francona. I don't don't give me Dusty Baker. No, no. I, and I, I love Dusty. Shout out to Dusty, and I'm glad he got his World Series. Yeah, no, I'm not a Dusty guy. I, I like I mean, I like Dusty as a dude. Yeah. I think he's a good manager, but Dusty has a lot of flaws. Yeah, he's he's the Andy Reid of, of baseball. Terry, in, Fran- in Terry Francona's fantastic, but I watched – AJ Hinch mm-hmm. build the the Strohs from me, you, Amber, Tunney, and Dave <laughs> to go into the World Series like three or four out of six years. I know he's in Boston right now. Right, Hinch is an amazing manager. Fair enough. And I'm I don't I'm not even a fan of Boston's roster like that. Yeah, but Hinch is an amazing manager. I also think, for the record, whoever is managing the Braves, mm-hmm. it's really good. And I don't know who the manager in San Diego is. 
But he better get his shit together because if they don't go to the yeah. at least to the yeah. NL finals, because they're probably the most talented team in the league. I don't think it's close. Yeah, I don't think it's close. If they're yeah. not in the NL, uh, yeah. go playing for the pennant. Yeah, he fire him. Yeah, they're too talented. Yeah, and Tatis is back now, and Tatis is like balling. Um, what you got, man? Um, we didn't gone two hours, bro. So I don't want to hold wow. hold it too um, long. Shout out to LeBron, still getting it in in year twenty. I feel like he's biding his time for until LeBron is there. No, I think he's biding his time this season. I think he feels like this is his last best shot to get number five. So he's he got a real shot though. Yeah, he's got a real shot. And and if the brow is going to be the uh, he's going to be the key in this series. We know we know that that's every that, well, yeah that fair. is I, and I fair. hate to say that because I get it fair. but if Anthony Davis play, and I'm repeating literally something that inside the NBA said but if Anthony Davis plays every game like he's Anthony Davis mm-hmm. they should mm-hmm. never lose a playoff series. No, that's fair. But you you. LeBron, I feel like he's buying his time, at least until they get to the conference finals or even the finals, because he knows that there's only so many times yeah. that he can hit the nitrous button because he just ain't got it no more, and it's year 20, and that's fair, but he's still LeBron. But I think he also got a team he feels he can trust. It makes sense. It does. This team makes sense. Like, shout out to Rob Linka because I didn't see any way that he was going to be able to prove this team, and he got some pieces in there, and the team makes sense. Didn't we have this conversation before the trade deadline? And I told you that. I told you what I'm Maybe Rob we did. Somebody. I know Maybe I had the conversation did. with some with some other friends of mine, but I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm mm-hmm. Not a Lakers fan, but I knew Robert Lakers' job was on the line. Yeah, and I knew yeah. that they were gonna they were gonna have to, and probably would be able to turn Russ into something. I didn't think they would turn Russ into Jared Vanderbilt yeah, and, and, um, and Roy Hachimura and all, like yeah. whatever. But how I understand respect to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Amazing here. Yeah, and um, Sabonis sure made me look like a dumbass. We had that conversation offline. He sure made me look like an idiot. He just did an opportunity, <laughs> just like De'Aaron Fox. People didn't believe in De'Aaron Fox. Just need the opportunity. No, he made me look like an idiot because he shit the bed in that in that series. Oh yeah, I'm but Draymond, Draymond took him out. Draymond yeah. took him out. Yeah. It, it was a mental thing. Yeah, and he'll be better at that. It was a mental thing. I hope you're right. Um, but respect to Sacramento because they're um, GM one executive of the year. Mm-hmm. How you don't give that to Rob Palenka after what that yeah. team was before yeah. February? Yeah, and after February. And shout out to maybe. I know we joke about the white boys in the league. Oh, boy. But Austin he Reeves ball, is a dog. He, he can ball, though. He's, he can ball. How many times have you ever seen him. LeBron get a ball to a dude and go sit and stand in the corner? Yeah, he, and not on some on some petty stuff. Like, no. on legit. It's like, okay, cook, you got son. it. Cook. Yeah, let me rest my old legs. Yeah. Austin Reeves can ball, bro. Yeah, I got to give it to him. He can and, ball. Yeah. And Mo Bamba not even back yet. Yeah. That's another big body. Yeah. Like, because if the – Oh, next year's our year. Because we, we need we need to we need to you get need another to, point guard. We need to get need some to, depth, and you need to fortify the bench. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but so if the Lakers can't get past the Warriors and they play Nuggets, mm-hmm. you're gonna need all the bigs you can get. Because that boy Jokic is out here killing boys. I, oddly, I feel like the Lakers are a tougher matchup for Denver than Golden State would be. I would agree because number so Jokic would dominate either team. Oh, specifically, yeah. like I love Kevon Looney, and Kevon Looney plays him well. 
But joke. No, man. that's gonna be they gonna put Draymond on him, and Draymond ain't got the size. You know that. I think they'll switch. Kevon Looney. They trust Steve Kerr loves Kevon Looney. Okay. And I think they'll definitely play on him in the switch. Yeah. If I think if he's playing in the high post mm-hmm. on the wing. Dre might switch on him. Mm-hmm. But if he's in the low post and he's putting his shoulder down and trying to, yeah. you know, yeah. get into the triangle position. Yeah, trying to be a grown-ass man. Kevon yeah. Looney going to get in there and be, get big with him. And Kevon Looney plays him well, but you're not going to stop Joker from getting what he wants, right? No, no. But I also think that the external pieces of the Lakers defensively, because the Lakers are dominant defensively when they mm-hmm. want to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jared Vanderbilt, most underrated player in the playoffs right now. Yeah. I think they can hurt... The, um, the uh, Nuggets more than the Warriors can, because the Warriors they they man they can't stop a nosebleed right now. Yeah. Other than Draymond. Yeah. Right. But you got a lot of players you can throw at Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Michael Porter Jr. You got. If you want, I would even put Braun on Aaron Gordon and let Jared Vanderbilt just run with Porter yeah. Jr. Like you have a lot of pieces that you can throw in there. Yeah. With some with some possibility to, to to kind of match up a little better. And as much as I love Jokic, man, if you throw him in that pick and roll, man, he's gonna be like a deer on ice skates, on a ice rink. That's what I never understood. The best way, and this comes from a kid of the '90s who watched these '80s and '90s teams play, right? Mm-hmm. Back when the when the game was a lot more physical. The best way to play defense on a great player is make them play defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the best way. Yeah. Right? Like, that's why in those first few years of when the Warriors got good, mm-hmm. why Steph would struggle. Everybody, because they would always run the pick and roll, and they'd switch the guy with the ball 100%. on him. Kyrie was torching his ass, and, just, for example. Yes. Yeah. Straight up. And yeah. for the record, if Kyrie can ever get his shit together, because Kyrie, <laughs> as a basketball that, player. That's another uh, uh, whole, we could do two hours just on Kyrie. Well, we could. <laughs> My God. At least. Ooh, <laughs> At least. We'd be out here on some Bruce Pritchard shit. Remember his early something to wrestles on yeah, Kyrie Irving. Three and a half hours. Yeah. Like, bro, I ain't got the time Easy. I'll Easy. tell you this, though. If we ever do a Kyrie, a, a Kyrie episode... We're not releasing that shit. <laughs> no, we 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 calling it uh, Hebrews the Negroes or Hebrews the Negroes because again, it, it just sounds like it should rhyme. <laughs> I was like, did I ever tell you, man? I thought I put the longest that Rob Palenka was Rob Lowe. Did I ever tell you that? You never told me. You know me who that? Rob Lowe is. I right? do, and you know what? I get it. Like for so long, like I, I would it. watch Laker games and I would see Palenka. Next to Magic, and I thought it was I Rob Lowe. They, and I'm thinking they, to myself, like, damn, I had no idea Magic and Rob Lowe were that cool. But it made sense to me because L.A. is Hollywood. Yeah. And he goes to the game. It makes sense. And I get it because yeah. they do favor a little bit. Yeah, this a lot of it. And this isn't the case of white people looking alike. They no. actually really do favor. Yeah. Same haircut. I had no clue Same until frame. until Magic got fired. I'm like, oh, that's Palinka. I thought that was Lowe. Yeah. And they both Robs. Only reason I know Rob is because him. that was Kobe's best friend. Ah, okay. So that's the only reason why I'm able to tell you. Rob Lowe? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was cool, too. I'm sure that was cool, too. Um, yeah, no, yeah, Palenka. Because they played together, I think. What, Rob Lowe? I didn't know Rob Lowe hooped. Just, Rob Lowe hooped just like uh, Billy Crystal hooped for the Toon Squad. Uh, Palenka, he was a Michigan guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Palenka, he was decent. Yeah. He was a role player. He was Fat Five? Was he there? I, was he? 
Okay, this is where we, this is the research portion of the podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think Palinka might have been there with the Fab Five. We're about to find out here momentarily. Speaking of Fab Five, one of the most underrated coaches of all time, Steve Fisher. Oh, most definitely. He deserves his... Uh... Hell, I still thought he was with San Diego State till they made the Final Four. <laughs> I didn't realize he didn't coach there anymore. <laughs> Shout out to the Aztec, He was the there. During the Fab he Five He also period? was a rookie when they won the national title. In oh, wow. In... Oh, with the Ramil Robinson team. Ramil, I was going to say Glenn Rice, but that was right after Glenn Rice. Yeah, Glenn Rice. Robinson, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Glenn huh. Rice, wonder, Glenn Rice was a beast, bro. Yeah, and he knocked off Selda Palin. Good for him. That did happen. That did happen. God, why Good is man. that the thing you remember? Of all the things to remember, why is that the tidbit about Glenn Rice? I was going to say, man, you remember the, 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 the All-Star game when it was in Cleveland? And all the people had on the jersey, the jackets, and Glenn Rice scored 40. You over talking about it. You knocked out Sarah Palin. Come on. Dog. Hey, man, we might not agree with her politics, but we can't act like she's ugly. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that. Man. that. I'm just saying of all things to remember, that's the tidbit on your brain. When you, you go on your Rolodex and you look oh, up yeah. Rice All-Star comma Glenn. All-Star game MVP in Cleveland. Yes, I remember that too. Yes. <laughs> Rice comma Glenn. First thing come to mind. Slapper Sarah Palin. I'm just saying, man. You betcha. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to get out of here. So what you want to say to the people, brother? Hey, man. Thanks for listening. It was great chopping it up with my brother. I'm glad I had to have him, got to have him here at the Cranber Compound. And uh, zip it up and zip it out. Oh, shout out to my son, man. Next week. He's going to celebrate his uh, year anniversary, which just means that Amber and I kept him alive for a year. So bask in our glory. Hey, man, that's hard. As <laughs> shout out, shout out to Amber. <laughs> hey, Chris, I'm not gonna say my boy's name on on air, but shout out to to Baby Platt. Um, you know, you don't never know who's listening. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll um, call him the King. He's the King. Shout out to King Platt. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Happy first birthday. Uh, it's good having you back, man. It's good to be able to do this. Hopefully we can do this a little more often. I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to push you. Yeah, he he, he kind of is, though, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't push him today. I was persistent. He was very But persistent. I also offered regular, numerous times, we don't have to do this. I will not be offended. Or my feelings won't be hurt. But uh, you feel good about doing this, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to be bad, back in the saddle. Yeah, yeah we, had, we yeah. had some good conversations. Hopefully, and hopefully we'll have more. Hopefully I didn't offend too many people. I'm no, sure you I didn't say nothing offensive. Not this Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay, cool. I'm positive. Cool. You just warm it up. All right. Give yeah, more yeah. Give it time. Give, give it out two more episodes. Yeah. And we get back in the peak two flat. Ep- two episodes, <laughs> like episode two? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in peak flat very soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you you still have your Twitter. You don't check it much. But he's at the real C Platt. I'm at uh, Ray, uh, it's Ray Cash, Mysterio, C-A-S-H, as in dollars. Of course... You can follow the click at Chairshot Radio. That's it, right? That is it. And and make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Buy a shirt, man. Support the movement. Please and thank you. I got kids to feed, man. We both got kids Straight to feed. Up. Support the movement. My kids are big. They eat a lot. <laughs> uh, Black got like four, five, six different shirts on the, on there. So, yeah, support my boy. Um, with that being said, we are out. And uh, what was what? Don't you got a, what's your goodbye saying you used to say? I used to say something. 
You had man, you you had so many little sayings. That's and what I'm stuff, saying, bro. man. I don't remember all them you, shits. <laughs> the hell, man. You was like a you was like a fifty year old uncle playing spades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, one thing I know you did used to say was uh, shalom, right? Shalom. Yes. So we're gonna say shalom when we out. <laughs>